episode 476 of the PlayStation Nation podcast with you. As always, I'm Glenn. That guy's Josh. Hello. Recording on Sunday, May 22nd. So if any of our stuff's behind, that's why. Uh, yeah, weird weird week. Uh, we're in E3 planning mode. We just talked for way too long about E3 already because I have a plan and uh, stuff and junk. But uh, this week we've got uh, a few new releases couple of news items, what we're playing and watching around PS Nation, some emails maybe. No reviews, though, because I haven't played anything. I've been kind of laid up. Hmm. Hmm. I know Josh is playing stuff, but mm-hmm. nothing for review. Because our writers are busting their asses. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're in full E3 planning mode. It's getting pretty crazy. Uh, calendar really started filling up already this week. And, uh, yeah, we're, what, three weeks away? Yeah, about three weeks away. Probably. I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's the 22nd. E3's on the 14th. Okay. (laughs) Well, E3 week starts on pretty much the 12th this year. What's uh, Math? Come on. I know. I know. Math is hard. And it's Sunday. And it's so beautiful outside. Uh, So, what's what's going on with you, Josh? Haven't? Really gotten to talk to you too much this week. Well, Josh did just find a, a nice surprise that he actually was invited to a press conference. Didn't realize it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's that. Uh, um, no, I mean nothing. Nothing major. Yeah. There's a there's a party we're going to next Saturday um, with all the people I used to work with. Oh, really? Uh, that place that I worked for like 15 years. Yeah. Uh, we did it a couple years ago and it was a lot of fun. I That's mean, cool. And it was the type of place, like I was employee number three. Right. We were like, you know, 99 lower Manhattan, the internet startup right in the boom days and the craze and everything. And it was a startup company, you know, it was run by a couple of guys who built the first online trading system for Ameritrade. The right. first online trading system ever. And then said, hey, we can do this on our own and sell it to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they did. They left and they made a better one. And that's so I came on and the company just grew and grew and it was fun. So it's, you know, it's that we had that that startup mentality and that just we had fun, a sure. lot of fun. So, you know, we, we worked got everything done and and built the company but at the same time it was just a blast so we're all really good friends still and we're meeting up but it's also mason's birthday oh boy so well we're doing his thing friday because he's we're doing the party for him at at school at daycare um late in the afternoon and then uh opening his presents and stuff that night yeah party at home and then we're going to that the next day um so yeah we'll see how that all goes (laughs) it's gonna be a little crazy i think he's just gonna want to stay home and play with the stuff that he got well of course because he already decided like two three months ago he's like daddy i want this for my four birthday i said okay (laughs) i looked at it it's a it's a lego train set but it's like the it's not the Lou and I looked up like the fancy Lego train sets. Yeah. 
the the really nice ones, but the the bricks are too small for him at this point. He doesn't really have the dexterity to still needs to, the duplos. But this, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I looked at it because I went out to buy it. We had the we had a very large store credit at Toys R Us. Um, so I went over there and I'm looking at the other trains that are there and I'm like, holy shit, look at this <laughs> thing. It's, but it's like 888 pieces. <laughs> They're all small pieces and it's almost $200. Um, it includes, uh, uh it, it includes these pieces that you, that you build in with the Legos and then it's all remote controlled. That's the fancy ones. I was like, shit, yeah. I want to get this one. <laughs> uh, and I, I took pictures of it and sent it to to Lou. And she was like, uh, yeah, I, I saw those too. Those are awesome. <laughs> nice. She's like, but there's no way. I said, yeah, there's no way he could do this. Um, so we got him his little cheap one that he wanted. And even with that, I was looking around and I saw like other, other versions of the Duplo yeah, train sets and there was a large one for like a hundred bucks and it had all this really cool stuff with it I was like that's awesome you know we could do I, we have enough credit we could do that and and then I thought about it and I said you know he'll open that up it won't be the one he asked for and then he's gonna hate it and he's gonna be upset yeah. I hate you dad as cool as it is he, he in his mind he knows exactly what he wants and yeah. that's what he's gonna be expect like any kid you know well but as as growing up as I did, uh, I was taught very early to to uh, accept that you're not always going to get what you want and uh, deal with disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he he had asked me. What was the other? He had asked me for something else before that, and I looked at it and I looked at the prize and I was like, "Yeah, I don't think we're going to do that." <laughs> when do you get the and, job, Mace? And then he saw that Lego train set, and I looked at the price of that. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we could do that. You want no. that for your birthday? Sure, we could do that for your birthday. Nice. Because <laughs> he wanted it right then and there. I said, well, you know, your birthday's coming, so let's wait for that. He's like, okay. <laughs> so he's been all excited. Oh, boy. Know, waiting for his birthday. So he's desperately wanting this thing. Um, but that's easy. I mean, it was sure. it was not that expensive. And we had, like I said, we had over $200 in credit at... Uh, Toys R Us from gift cards we got and stuff. Sure. So, um, yeah. So I mean, it's his birthday coming. That's that's the whole thing, big thing. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. There's nothing exciting going on. I mean, he's got to be four for fuck's sake. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I had a so. I had a camera shoved up my arteries. Mm, nice. And then they left a piece of metal in there. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> on purpose? Yeah, on purpose. Okay. So that's why I was kind of like uh, not really present anywhere for a couple of days. So it was all planned. It wasn't an emergency or anything, but it was all planned. But yeah. Did you get to watch? Uh, well, I was awake the whole time. They they give you the stuff that Did they, they give you the monitor, though, to watch. I, I could see it because they had this humongous flat screen uh, because they had like a live x-ray going mm-hmm. and I could see all the stuff happening. So, but I've already seen, it, it was a, what's called a heart catheterization. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could, I've already seen one. I actually set up when I was working at the hospital years ago, 
I set up a live broadcast to, of all places, a hotel at the Wisconsin Dells for a big like doctor's conference. <clears throat> and we did the, like this live broadcast, and then we even had it set up so that the doctors could ask the doctors that were performing the procedure, the doctors at, at the Dells could, you know, could ask them questions live. So I'd already seen this done, and this is like back in 2006. So obviously the technology is a lot different now, but um, they give you the stuff that they give you when they give you a colonoscopy. So it's not like they're giving you the gas or anything. You're awake for the whole thing, and it's just to basically calm you down a little bit so you don't try to move around. And uh, they didn't give me very much because I was awake for the whole thing. Like Usually they said, yeah, people usually just fall asleep. I'm like, I'd be okay with that. I'd be totally fine with that. Um, but I laid there for like three and a half hours hmm. and, uh, I'm just talking to the crew the whole time and I wasn't dizzy or anything. Like when they first gave it to me, I could kind of see trails a little bit, but after that, I even asked her, I said, did you like not give me very much? She goes, no, you didn't seem to really need it. So we didn't give you very much. I fell asleep during an MRI. <laughs> I almost did, but those things are so loud that they just wake yeah. your ass up. No, I was out cold. Wow. <laughs> they're like they're like it's going to be loud, it's going to be tight. Are you are you claustrophobic? And I'm like, not really, but I do get freaked out about getting into well, well exactly that. Getting yeah. into a t- but going head first into a tight space, you know, on my stomach. Yeah. And then having no way to go but forward. That freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, that freaked me out too. Um, but I you know, they put me in and they're like don't move and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and I closed my eyes and I was like Boom. I was out cold. <laughs> and they dragged me out and I'm like, oh, what? They're like, you fell asleep? I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> wow. With, I mean, with MRIs, I've had two in the last, since February. And I just know, just close your eyes and listen to music and it's no big deal. Oh, I didn't have music. I wish oh, I yeah, had they, music. They Damn. give you headphones uh, lately. They're like these plastic headphones. And they'll, well, at this hospital, they, uh, they put on like a, um, uh, what's that service? The streaming one that everybody uses it starts with a P. Pandora. Pandora. And they're like, "Well, what do you want to listen to?" I'm like, "I don't know." Foo Fighters. And they put on Foo Fighters. Hmm. And they sat and listened to Foo Fighters, and then then they talk to you over the headphones. And yeah, I mean, the first one I was nothing. The second one that took over an hour. That was the one that I had, that instead of the heart cath that got canceled, they took me down to the MRI instead. And that one took like an hour and a half. Oh my Man. god. Oh, that My back was had, so fucked up after that one. I would have had such a great nap in that one. Holy shit. <laughs> I couldn't because it was interactive. There was a computer voice like every couple of minutes. Breathe in. Now breathe out. And hold. Yeah, I still would have fallen asleep. They would oh, have been annoyed no. with me. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Well, plus, the since they were doing it on my heart, they put like this grid on my chest. And it was like there was this big lead brick on my chest. Uh, so that, yeah, that one sucked. That one really sucked. And then when you think stress test, what do you think? You think up on a treadmill with that thing in your mouth, right? Yeah, you're walking on an inclined treadmill. Yeah, no, no. A stress test for this kind of thing was they give you this drug that makes your heart race like you're like it's a full bore to see like if there's any blockages in your <laughs> arteries or anything. To see how long you can take it before you pass Well, out. that's actually like she's telling me, you know. Uh, everybody reacts to this differently. I'm like, well, is there like a normal thing? She says, well, 
a lot of people either get really short of breath or they they can even have like chest pains like they're having a heart attack i'm like and we're doing this on purpose <laughs> like really <clears throat> and but the thing is that's how they found out that i had a blockage in one of my arteries because um when they did it to me well first off i had the headphones on like i said she's talking to me but i couldn't really hear her because she wasn't on the headphones and what she was saying was we're going to start the medicine now so this stuff cuts in really fast and then when they turn it off it's gone within like 30 seconds it's just gone right away and they forewarned me like three or four times ahead of it. You know, like, this is what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And he, like, the, the MRI guy's like, okay, listen, normally the computer has you breathe in, breathe out, and hold it while you're breathing out. And he says, this test takes about a minute and a half. He says, so hold it for as long as possible and then take short breaths. I'm like, okay. So I knew that. I knew that going in. <clears throat> so she hits the, 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 the button on the IV, on the, uh, IV pump. And all of a sudden, like, my entire left side, because that's what screwed up from the stroke, my entire left side just feels like every single blood vessel and artery is ready to explode. Mm. Like my, I instantly have a headache. I'm just like, whoa. And she goes, just settle down. So I'm like, I don't think I want to do this. Like I'm yelling because I have the headphones on and they're telling me like, uh, just whatever you feel, yell it out, whatever you feel. I'm like, okay. So he's like, you, you, we're going to do this. I'm like, let's do it. Let's just get this over with. So they slide me into the thing start the test and i'm yelling out like i've got a really bad headache you know oh my god everything feels like it's gonna explode and then uh i hadn't eaten for like probably 20 hours by that point because my procedure was supposed to be right first thing in the morning and by the time i did the mri it was like two in the afternoon so i hadn't eaten at all so i start. it almost feels like somebody just like shoved their their fist in my stomach and I'm like, all right, I'm getting nauseous. I don't want to puke all of your brand new MRI machine. I'm yelling this as loud as I can. Oh, that was hell. Absolute hell. Because when they said stress test, I'm like, you're going to put me on a treadmill? She goes, oh, no, we do this. And yeah, it, I mean, it was good that it happened because they knew exactly what to target when I was in there and went on Thursday. But uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm glad it happened because the blood flow is a lot better now. And I was really worried about not getting this done before E3. Because when we were packing my house, I was getting like instantly tired. Just going up and down stairs was killing me. So even after this got done, I can already feel a difference. So I was super worried about E3 about that. I'm still worried about E3, but I'm a little bit more comfortable with, with going there and walking 80 miles a day. <laughs> All right. Well, with E3. Yeah. Um, because we were talking briefly before we started recording about, yeah. uh, uh, what the fuck is the name of that place? One up one. Oh, round one round one. Yeah. Um, so just at a quick glance, I was trying to find to everybody now listening what we talked about <laughs> off, <laughs> um, right after E3 last year, Glenn had sent me a link and he said, Oh, check this place out. And I said, Oh, that, that looks pretty cool. And it was downtown LA and I can't find that link now. And I don't remember what it was, but I started looking for it. Mm -hmm. I found several arcades in Koreatown. Really? Yes. Several. Oh shit. Yeah. So we could just do that. <laughs> there are several in downtown LA, but I mean, this one is not too far from where we stay. There's another one. There's several that are just 
Blipsy Bar in Koreatown has a similar vibe as 82, but grungier. No signage. You'll know you're in the right spot because the outside is painted like a Pac-Man game. Um, 82 is in the Arts District, which is not too far from Koreatown. It's it's very close, actually. Um, There's several. So there are options. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the the problem that we've had, especially last year with with round one, is... Since we have a bigger crew coming, I mean, we we spent half the day on Saturday just driving around, picking people up, you know, getting checked into the hotel and everything. And by the time we all got out to round one, I think everybody was just exhausted because uh, it's not an easy drive from L.A. either. I mean, it's it's a long ass drive. Um, so because Sunday is so freaking packed up now with EA and Bethesda, especially and going to get our badges and all that stuff. I just really wasn't seeing the viability of getting out to round one and being able to enjoy it. Um, so that's why we wanted to look into maybe some options because we'd still like to meet up with everybody if we can. Koreatown's Shadow 39 has bowling alley and games. Hmm. So mostly classic arcade games, a couple of pinball tables, some newer driving games, more modern shoot 'em up type games. Hmm. So there's there are several places. There's there's quite a few. Actually, yeah, I gotta find nearby. that one that was on that I saw last year. That um, it's not on Sunset, and it looked like more of a barcade place, like a little bit brighter, and they had tables and yeah. Um, I just don't remember the name of it, so I can I'm I can ask people because I know a couple of people um, specifically that know where this place is. But yeah, I mean. Maybe we'll start a, a thread on the forums, and if anybody's interested, maybe give us some some suggestions. But we want to try to stay closer to downtown LA, just because we're all going to be jet lagged and tired. Really we missed. Tired. We missed the external fuel tank from the shuttle going down. Did you see those? Pictures? I saw a picture. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was on a barge, came in, and then they put it on a truck and wheeled it like right through downtown, almost through downtown you know, LA, I, basically. I think that's the museum that's right next to where Sony does the press conference. That's where they had... Uh, the shuttle. Yeah, that's where they had... Yeah, they yeah. had the shuttle. They had... Um, well, they had huge aircraft outside there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they have that Boeing, the, the kind of the, the model of the Boeing, uh, um, I think it's a 737 up on a stand... Um, it's right across from Figaro Philly and everything there. Yep. I'm, yeah. Because I was like, hmm, maybe we should go there on Saturday, but I don't know. Um, it's also funny. Uh, you and I every year try to go and see Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, they're out of town that week. They're in Pittsburgh, yeah. I think. They're always out of town. Yeah, of course. And then, um, I looked into maybe going to a Dodgers game. Well, the Dodgers play the Brewers on Friday, and then they're out of town. <laughs> Fucking a! Like every time we have all these plans. Nothing. The Dodgers are always out that weekend, and and Kevin Smith is out that weekend. Yeah, out on the road. Yeah, every time. Although I got to see Kevin Smith on Tuesday at least. Yeah, but yeah. So I looked into all that crap, and nothing, nothing. We're screwed. <laughs> it happens. Uh, yeah. So I'll start. I'll put a thread on the forums uh, before this podcast gets out, and we'll put it in the special events section for E three. Ah, fuck it. We'll just put it in general. Uh, I'll put it in the general section so everybody sees it. And yeah, if you if anybody has any suggestions, we stay in Koreatown every year. So uh, we're right off of uh, Vermont and I don't know what the cross street is. But yeah, we, we're down in Koreatown every year. So 
Um, we're, we're right by Olympic because every time we go on that road, I I think of the Terminator, <laughs> where he's where he's driving down the road and and they do the voiceover heading west on Olympic. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're we're I think one or two blocks away from Olympic. Yeah. So, yeah, we're down the street from Tommy's, which we didn't get to last year. Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. It's going to be weird. So one thing that I don't know if we officially announced or not, but Emra is not going to be there this year. Uh, Emra took a job that uh, they consider PS Nation a conflict of interest. So Emra can't write for us anymore, uh, which totally sucks. So Emra's not going to be there this year. And I, I had to let some restaurants in LA know that they didn't have to order extra food. And I let Sony know not to order extra food for all the all the food trucks. Mm. So... Yeah, so we're going with a crew of five this year. It's going to be the same crew from last year minus Emra. I'll tell you what, though. We might end up putting um, putting Philly Figueroa out of business. He's not going to get the money he's expecting this year. <laughs> well, I'm almost thinking about, depending on how things go, maybe we'll go to Philly on Saturday to eat. Like for a late lunch or something. Because I think we're all getting in pretty early, except for Andy. I don't know when Andy's getting there because he's driving, but... I'm thinking maybe we do that because we'll see. I don't know. You know me. I overplan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so we're, 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 let us know about maybe getting together on, on uh, that Saturday. I think it's the 11th, I, I believe. I should look at the calendar that's right in front of my eyes. Yeah, Saturday the 11th of June. Uh, if anybody has any ideas for something maybe downtown or closer to Koreatown, uh, put that in the thread, and maybe we'll try to work something out in the next couple of weeks here. That'd be cool. That'd be great to see everybody. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, we're we're just getting, uh, getting appointments set up for E three, and and you know, finding out what press conferences we're going to go to, and uh, I'm just sitting here wondering if I should even bother with getting us into Microsoft or not, and that sort of thing. So we'll have to talk as a team about that. I don't remember even being there with the whole crew last year. Wait, is that when we had those light-up things on our wrist? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That'll be interesting. I'm really interested to see what Microsoft has this year. Well, yeah. I would love to see it because they will probably announce the 1.5. Yeah. The Xbox Xbox One Slim. (laughs) No, I think they'll call it the Slim because if they rip the TV stuff out, they can do it as a smaller footprint. So they can, they can get away with calling it the Slim. I'll bet you anything it'll be Xbox One Slim or something like that. But obviously we'll see uh, Battlefield 1 there because they have the, the marketing deal with that one. So they'll they'll showcase uh, Battlefield 1 at the Microsoft press conference. Uh, I'm sure we'll see more on Gears of War 4. Uh, probably something on... I think they're doing like a Halo Wars or something again, aren't they? I want to say. Like that, that strategy game they do with Halo. Uh oh, maybe. Um, no, I was just thinking of how they would change the name. Uh, they'll do Xbox, like the wonders. <laughs> they'll do Xbox W O N one Xbox One. <laughs> so much like uh, the Xbox One eaters. Uh, well, much like certain news organizations and politicians and things like that. That yeah. if you just say it enough, people will believe it. So sure. the name will be Xbox W O N Xbox One. <laughs> We won. One. <laughs> we won Japan. Wait. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure we'll see something in Crackdown 3, which I'm really excited for. Uh, I hope they don't mm. fuck it up. God, I hope mm. they don't fuck it up. Mm. Yeah, they will. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I'm interested. I just, uh, I hate asking. Because that one we never get invited to. I have to ask somebody. Yeah. And they're always very accommodating. They've always been really nice about it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're definitely, you know, Sony's is the last one that night. It's pretty much the same schedule we've had for the last couple of years. Uh, so it'll be Microsoft, EA, Ubisoft, and then uh, Sony. And there's some other stuff peppered in there. I think Square Enix is doing it the night before again. Um, that sort of thing. So we'll have to keep an eye out. But uh, Ubisoft, we're not going to bother with, as usual. EA, right now I'm going, but I, I'm going to try to get Josh to go instead. Uh, I'll have to bribe him, obviously. Just so we can get another selfie with Peter Moore. <laughs> that was ridiculous. I didn't get that opportunity last year. I was shoved to the back. I was put in the corner like baby. Well, see, that's your problem. Yeah, I'm not as cute as you. I know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not as photogenic as Josh Langford. Well, Moore saw me and he said, "Put that guy right up here." <laughs> um. Yeah. So. But it, it's it's already obvious that Sony's going to have a big VR presence uh, from some of the emails we've seen. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be pretty interesting. I, it's going to be a weird E3. Just to see, I, I really want to know if Nintendo's only going to have Zelda out there on the floor. No, no they won't. That's they'll what they're have, saying? I don't think. They'll they'll have other stuff out there. Well, they'll have 3DS stuff. But I think for the Wii U, I think they're they're saying they're only going to have Zelda out there. And that's supposed to be a launch title with the NX. Yeah. Oh, effed up. And have you heard they've been saying that, look, this is not a replacement to the Wii U. It's it's another type of experience entirely. Oh, yeah. They're always going to say that. It's the it's that whole Miyamoto mindset that oh we're innovating the entire the entire thought process of video games and whatever. And you know what it's going to be? It's going to be um, they will they will say all this, and then six months after this new thing comes out, you won't see a single Wii U game coming from Nintendo. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the par for the course for Nintendo. Yeah, and it'll probably be a touch screen that that has 3D touch on it, like the the new iOS devices and. Uh, it'll have some kind of haptic feedback and, uh, stuff that I really don't give a crap about whatsoever. I mean, look how long it took me to get a Wii U and I never play it. Uh, I never play my 3DS It's sitting over there, over there on the shelf right now. I haven't touched that thing in months and I'm still such a ridiculous Nintendo fanboy that I buy their crap and I never play it. And then what do they make me do? They make me rebuy all the games I've bought three times on this new platform. Yeah. Hmm. Ugh. It's so frustrating, but yeah, I, I'm I'm very curious to see what we're going to see this year. Uh, we kind of know, you know, some of the stuff all the time. We always know that, you know, like it looks like we're going to see Watch Dogs two, and we're going to see Battlefield one, obviously, and uh, I'm sure Detroit will be there for you know from Quantic Dream, and uh, we'll, we'll see more on Horizon, and and I'm sure we'll get a release date. I would assume because that's still. Uh, scheduled for 2016, there was a flyer in. We, we talked about this with, with Stuart when Stuart and Dave were on, but 
somebody posted a picture on NeoGAF that there was a flyer in their copy of Uncharted 4 that said Horizon Zero Dawn on um, in 2016 still. So, but it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what, what new is coming. All right, so I found that place that we were looking for. Oh, uh, the one on Sunset? Button Mash in Echo Park. Okay, that sounds right. Yes. Oh, it is. I I, I, re- I recognize the the website and all this stuff. Uh, new arcade bar in Echo Park, uh, 1391 Sunset Boulevard. When I look it up, it is right off of Vin Scully Boulevard and a block away from the Dodger Stadium. <laughs> oh, it's way over there? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay, I thought so, it was farther so that's where that one was. east. Yeah. All right. No, that's where that one was. Okay. So I did well, find it finally. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, if anybody has any suggestions, uh, anybody in the area has any suge- suggestions, put those in the forums thread, and we'll uh, we'll try to figure something out, maybe. Mm-hmm. And stuff and junk. Sound good? Yep. Okay. Cool. Well, let's get on to the two new releases we've got set for next week. Yep. So from. Bandai Namco, we have One Piece Burning Blood. My blood is burning! Uh, This one is just another One Piece game, uh, but it introduces an advanced battle system that replicates devil fruit abilities and hacky techniques. Sure. A true-to-series pirate (laughs) free-for-all. All right, then. Yeah. Well, so you're gonna it get, makes a big deal. You're wow. going to get dysentery, and you're going to get like uh, like tuberculosis. <clears throat> no, not in this one. Oh, okay. Because no. you're eating gum gum. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> no, the devil fruit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So they make a big deal that this is the next generation of One Piece, but wasn't there already a One Piece on the PS4? I think there were two. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, it, I don't think they mean next generation in terms of what console it's I know. Because doesn't I it... I thought it was coming out more on PS3 and no, something else. No, this too. is just PS4 and Xbox One. Okay. Hmm. Burning Blood is just these two consoles. All right. And if you pre-order from Amazon, you get Afro Luffy, King uh, Kung Fu Luffy, and Fourth Gear Luffy. Well, there you go. Yes, unique codes. So there's that. And then the Dead Island Definitive Collection. Ooh. Which is your standard uh, HD-er version of <laughs> a PS3, couple HD. of PS3 games. Yeah. This complete collection contains two complete games. Dead Island Definitive Edition, Dead Island Riptide Definitive Edition, plus all additional content, plus bonus game Retro Revenge. Yeah, yeah. and they haven't sent this one off for review yet either. And uh, judging from, uh, if you want to base all that on how they handle Homefront, yeah. <laughs> well, but the the Retro Revenge sounded cool until you realize where they're going with it. A brand new standalone 16-bit game. Oh, yeah. It's, in, it's like the Brawler, but it's <clears> all <throat> combo-based or something. Well, 
set in the style of a classic side-scrolling action slash endless runner within the Dead Island universe. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Not a big endless runner fan. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It looked interesting. Yeah, well, I I love Dead Island. I I enjoy the game, so... Yeah, you and I actually played online. Like, that never happens. That's right. We did. Yeah. I think that was the second one, though. I don't think it was the first game. Um, I don't remember anymore. Man, that was so long ago. No, I think... mm, Crap. Yeah, actually, I think that was the second one. It was. Because I I played the first one on my own, and then I sent it off for review, and then the second one, they sent it to both of us. Yeah, it was yeah. the second one. Yeah. Eh, we had fun. Yep. You you gave me the standard uh frustration factor that pretty much everybody does when I play co op. Where the hell did Josh go? Where do you go where are you doing way over there? How'd you get over there? What the hell? Yeah, there were some connection weirdness. There was some connection weirdness going on there. Because, oh because yeah. And you because were playing like a douche. No, you were you were behind me and then I turned around and I couldn't find you. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, uh, the the big uh, the big to do this week obviously was uh, the new event that they had over in Europe uh, to unveil Gran Turismo Sport. So we all knew it was coming. We really had not seen any footage from it, or we just kind of knew it was coming and that it was supposed to come out this year. Uh, so they had a two day event over in Europe, uh, actually this week, uh, including almost a four hour live stream. So they brought some of the, the best Gran Turismo players in the world over, over there to play the game for the first time. Uh, they actually had a bunch of the GT Vision cars on site, which is kind of cool. Uh, we've seen a couple of those in the past at events. Uh, they had uh, the Chevy. I don't remember what they call it, but the, they had the Chevy one where you lay down in it like it's a, a light cycle or something. They had that at PSX last year, and uh, I've seen a few of them. But uh, they finally kind of showed off the game and showed some a couple of the new tracks and um I, I actually watched the live stream uh i think it was friday i watched it uh the replay of it and it's funny because then i go to neogaf everybody's complaining about it just non-stop complaining uh saying that well for one thing in the trailer uh which it's pretty funny they used a weird build in the trailer so at one point there's actually this wall of flat trees in the trailer, like it's mm-hmm. a glitch. I'm surprised they would add that to the trailer. Uh, well, but then, well, that was on Nurburgring, or I think it was on Nurburgring, or, or uh, I don't remember what track it was on, but they, they actually played that track in the stream and it was fixed. So it's weird that they put that in the trailer. See, that was the thing. I watched that trailer. It, there was like screen tearing. There was all kinds of weird stuff going on in it. And yeah. I'm looking at it like, this is the trailer you're going to put out? It does not look. Great. I mean, there's a problem here. There were a lot of things that looked good, but it it was definitely, yeah. It, it, the 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 choices they made were a little odd. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's showing off photo mode, which my god. It, well, they showed the crap out of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, wow. I mean, it looks amazing, but um, yeah, it, it's it's really weird that they they made some of the choices they did. I think it's because we've been doing this for so long and I'm so used to looking at early stuff that I'm excited for it because I can see the potential. I don't know. (laughs) Mm. Um, Because people are complaining about, obviously, the engine sounds. 
Uh, that's always the thing that people complain about. Personally, I don't know how these cars are supposed to sound anyway, most of them. So I don't pick up on that. Uh, a lot of people were complaining about the um, how the tires sound when they were skidding, which people were complaining about that on the Alpha for a set of Corsa when I was playing it. Uh, I don't know. I, I What I saw, though, was some pretty just gorgeous interiors. Uh, I saw some people making comparisons to the cars in Drive Club. These are obviously higher poly count. Uh, definitely a different way that the lighting is, is hitting the cars in this one. <clears throat> but I'm excited well, because they're using the physics engine and uh, like the, the, the tessellation and, and the tire physics and everything else that they had in GT6, and they're just upgrading them to this, so it's kind of that next evolution. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of work to be done on it. I mean, you could tell that even watching the stream. You know, there were well, there were hitches here and there, there were graphical glitches, but there was even even in the trailer at at some point where they're trying to show off the cars and they're trying to go past the cars and everything. There was aliasing, and I'm like, dude, what the? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I, but- yeah, they, there's a lot to work on. It, it was just weird to you know. We haven't shown, we haven't talked about it. We haven't shown anything. Here it is. Oh yeah. It doesn't, there's problems. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not what you, that's not what your first thing that you go out with is something that has aliasing and screen tearing and, you know, parts of it looked amazing, but other parts just looked like poo. So I agree. I, I, and, yeah. but the thing is the game is how many months out it's, it's coming out in November. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh-huh. it's months and months out. I, I totally get that, but why would you show that off? Why would that be your first foot forward? Like, look at this. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know why they wouldn't wait until E3, but at the same time, I mean, they made it a big event. Uh, I, I think the people on the GT Planet forums were a little more forgiving. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were still some people that were complaining up and down about it, but uh, I think they were a little more convi- uh, like forgiving and also kind of saw... That it's not done, you know, et cetera, et cetera. The people on NeoGAF were just merciless, uh, which it's NeoGAF. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was interesting that things are happening the way they are. Uh, I th- Personally, I'm really excited for it still. I mean, I have a lot of faith in the team. I thought GT6 is still one of the best driving games out there even if it's on PS3 compared to stuff that's on PS4 now. The thing that conv- that really concerns me a little bit is that they showed an oval track. They showed a half-mile oval track, but it's not a real oval track. It's one they made up. And I'm like, do they not have the NASCAR license anymore? Because they could have done, like, Bristol or... I mean, there, there's, like, I think at least two or three half-mile oval tracks in the NASCAR. Uh, Martinsville's, uh, it's not really a true oval, but there's Martinsville and there's Bristol. So I'm wondering if they lost that NASCAR license, which would kind of suck. Uh, I've, I've always said that that's a huge missed opportunity for them, uh, because they had the NASCAR license and they only had two tracks and they were Daytona and they were, uh, it was Indy and, and having Indy in there was just kind of weird. I mean, Indy's a great track in terms of car racing, but to include that as part of the quote unquote NASCAR section just seemed always a little odd um so i mean that concerned me a little bit uh we did see some comparisons of like even gt6 up to gt sport in terms of the car models and everything Uh, a lot of the stuff looks really good a couple of cars people really complaining about i looked at them and i couldn't really tell what they were complaining about i didn't get it i'm slow uh but i don't know i mean it's cool that they did it i really enjoyed the live stream I thought they showed some really cool stuff. Uh, uh, 
I mean, Nurburgring, they had a long-ass race on that. It was five laps, full Nurburgring, uh, which I thought looked fantastic. Uh, the lighting, especially, like, the, the sun's actually glinting off of the windows, and uh, the shadows just seemed to have more volume to them. It was it was kind of it was kind of tough to describe or to understand, but uh, you know I went and looked at some videos I put up of GT6 and and even of uh, Forza, and, and it just seems like there's more I guess volume, like I said, in the shadows. Uh, but you know it's months off, and I and the funny thing is even even the event in Europe, the build they showed on the first day, they updated the build and they had a new build the second day, so they were updating it that frequently. Uh, so it's, I don't know, maybe this just got kind of put together at the last minute for some reason, but I agree with you on the timing. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know if they wanted to get the word out before E3 because they expect something big from Microsoft or I I don't know because project cars, we know there's a project cars two coming, but it's really, really early and that's not a threat. So the only thing I can think of, and we know we're going to see another Forza thing. They do it every year. So I don't know if they were trying to jump the gun on on Forza a little bit or what. I don't know. It's it's strange. It just seems like they had all this time and it's been quiet forever. Nobody's seen anything about it. Nobody's heard anything about it. This is your big reveal of it. You're you put your best foot forward right out of the gate and show dazzle us with that first trailer and they didn't. It was just yeah. odd that that got out the door the way it the way it looked. So yeah. Yeah, I I'm confused a little bit as well, but I think I'm a little more optimistic about it than a lot of people. Um, I I just really want a new Gran Turismo on, on the new system, big time, and and well, yeah, like I said, I I've got <clears throat> faith in the team, but we've also seen things from the from Polyphony before where the game comes out extremely gimped, like GT Five, <laughs> um, yeah. and you have to wait until they add on and add on and add on. Now, I hope that they don't do that with this, and I hope they don't use the excuse that Gran Turismo Sport is now a platform instead of just a game. Uh, you know, where they say, oh, it's a platform. <laughs> We're going to add content for years. You know, that uh, sort of they thing. They might do that. Yeah, I hope not. I really hope not. But, well. yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still excited for it. I still want to play a, a proper Gran Turismo on the PS4. Uh, you know, Project Cars only goes so far. I do not like Forza right now. Uh, the two iterations of Forza on the Xbox One, I just, I'm not a fan. Um, so yeah, I, I would really love, love to play a proper Gran Turismo. So we know we're going to see that at, at E3 in some form. Uh, so I'm hoping to get hands on at least. That's one thing I can do. I can still play a, a steering game. So I'm, I'm really hoping. But you know, no word on VR, which I'm okay with. If 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 I have the choice between VR support day one and more content, I'll take the more content. I think yeah. VR would be cool, but I have a feeling that that's going to happen. Probably, and it's going to hold other shit back. So we'll see. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but they've already announced the uh, the packages that are out. So in North America, the game comes out on November 15th. Uh, in Japan, I believe it's the day before. In Europe, it's on the 18th. I think it's actually November 16th in North America, if I remember correctly. I think this is wrong in, our, uh, in the PR. But uh, if you pre-order, 
You get the Ford Mustang Group B Rally Car. You get the Toyota FT1 Vision GT Group 3 and the Peugeot 908 HDI FAP, 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 LMP1. Uh, there's also different uh, pre-order uh, bonuses depending on which place you order it from. If you go to GameStop, you get a 2x early access bonus cars, two times early access bonus cars. The Chevrolet Corvette Group 3, Nissan Nismo, GTR, GT3, N24. Ooh, that's a nice car. Uh, if you go to Amazon, you get a $500,000 in-game credit. And if you pre-order from the PlayStation Store, uh, you get a Gran Turismo-themed PS4 avatars. You get a Gran Turismo Sport dynamic theme and 500000 in-game credit. Uh, and then there's also a quote-unquote limited edition that's going to be uh, priced at sixty nine ninety nine, And they're saying that it contains more than $130 in, in content. And this includes a starter pack, which is eight additional cars, gain immediate access to cars within various race classes, including GT4, Rally, and more. One million in game credit. Uh, delivery sticker pack. Ooh, stickers. 30... <laughs> 30 PS4 Gran Turismo Sport-themed avatars, a racing helmet, uh, which I think is in-game, yeah, for your customized driver profile, and limited edition steelbook and packaging. So not bad for 10 bucks more. I think I'll probably get that, because I'll play this game. So, I mean, we'll see how things go. We'll even see how different it is at E3. Uh, you know, they've got four more weeks to, to really polish things up quite a bit. I think there were a lot of positive things in it. It just, it, it was still early. And the thing about it, I mean, it comes out in November. So what is that? Roughly six months. So they essentially have about five months of development and QA to get that up and, and running. But we've, I mean, we've said it how many times in the past, that kind of stuff is what they fix up in the last couple of months of development. Yeah. So, you know, be optimistic if you're a fan of the series. Mm. Eh, cautiously <laughs> optimistic. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But I am excited. I mean, some of the texture work, especially when they showed the Tokyo track. Wow. I mean, there was some really cool stuff. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the, there was a lot of positive stuff in, in the stream and in the trailer, I thought. It just, I don't think it was as polished as we expect from a Gran Turismo trailer or you know, even content that we're shown. It just seems like it's farther behind than we're normally used to seeing when they reveal it. And I think that's what scared a lot of people. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not sold yet, but I'm excited. Just saying. (laughs) And in a move that surprised nobody... uh, (laughs) But it excites the shit out of me. (laughs) Warner Brothers announced... That the first two Batman games from Rocksteady, uh, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, <clears throat> would be re-released to the PS4 as an hd version. Uh, Return to Arkham. And they will be the Game of the Year versions with all available DLC and... Return to Arkham, the the whole package is being remastered by Virtuos using the Unreal 4 engine. Yeah, so I think the original games were made in Unreal 3, so it sounds like they're upgrading the engine and everything, which is exciting. I mean, they can do a lot more in that new engine. Mm -hmm. The trailer looks cool. 
the surprise, well, I think this is kind of a surprise, is that the majority of these things, and we just saw it in the new releases, they tend to release for 40 bucks. This is 50 Yeah. Doesn't surprise me, though. Because they know they're so, going to sell. Well, of course. Yeah. I'm excited for it, actually. I mean, it's been so long since I've played through uh, Arkham Asylum, and I never finished the second game. Oh, I never... No, I, I finished the first game, and I loved the first game. Yeah, me too. Absolutely, madly loved that game. Uh, Arkham City, I had issues with, and just never... I just dropped it and moved on to something yeah. else. So now um, I have the chance to play through them again. I mean, it, it's been long enough that a lot of things that were in Arkham Asylum, I don't remember anymore, you know? Oh, so I do. Uh, I don't it, know why, but I do. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of exciting to me to play through these, you know, with a newer engine with better graphics, yeah. better frame rate, et cetera. I think it's going to be cool. Yep. I saw this and I mean, I, we'd heard the rumors, uh, but actually seeing it and seeing the screenshots and everything, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Then we'll have yeah. all three Batman games on, uh, on PS4. And I can't wait to see how it looks on Neo. Let's talk about the Neo for a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about the Neo again. (laughs) With all the hate mail we got and all the the hate posts on the forums. Uh, Why'd you guys talk about it again? (laughs) Uh, We should make that the the show title like uh, like Neo Neo. third time in a read. (laughs) Neo Trio. Ooh, that rhymes. (laughs) Uh, uh, yeah. So no, I'm I'm excited. I I really do want to play those again. So yeah, me too. Well, <clears throat> I'll start on the what we're playing and watching thing because uh, I really don't have much of a list because I've been kind of laid up and shit all week. Uh, so I really ha- I've not played anything since we recorded last. Um, I just haven't been able to. Uh, but watched a lot of live streams. Been watching a lot of Doom live streams. I really want to get back to that. So I'm actually planning on playing some Doom tonight. Uh, watched though, like I said, I watched the Gran Turismo stream, which it was like four hours. Uh, also watched some other stuff like that. Uh, but, but because of the discussion that Stuart and Dave and I had a couple weeks ago on the podcast, I started watching elementary, which is the Sherlock Holmes TV show in America yep. with, uh, Johnny Lee Miller and Lucy Liu. And it's really good. It's surprisingly good. Um, they actually, they pull a lot of like right degree turns on you, uh, for what you expect from a Sherlock, uh, universe story, you know, uh, like how they handle Moriarty and how they handle, uh, him being in America, that sort of thing. And, and, uh, how Watson's a woman now, you know, and, and uh, the relationship that they have, uh, Johnny Lee Miller is really good in the part. Number one, Aiden Quinn's in it, which he's awesome. Um, Lucy Liu is phenomenal. It, it seriously, it's really good. Uh, and the, the seasons are twenty four episodes, and they're an hour long each. Uh, and the story arc they built is quite compelling in the first season. So I finished the first season, uh, and and some awesome stuff, especially in the last two episodes, to really fuck with your mind. Uh, but yeah, really enjoyed it. And then speaking of Sherlock, I didn't realize that Netflix had the new episode of Sherlock that, you know, it takes place in like the 1800s. They have it. Hmm. 
And it's actually officially a Series 3 episode. So they actually do some stuff in that episode to bridge between Series 3 and Series 4 that's coming up. That's and good. it was really cool. It was very cool how they handled it. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but Toby Jones is going to be in one of the new Series 4 episodes. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a villain. That's so cool. little Dr. Zola is going to be a bad guy again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, but it was, it was really cool and, and it was neat to see a new Sherlock number one, you know, and, and, uh, but it was, it was, had some cool nods in it and I, I just, it was awesome to watch. Um, and then I mentioned it last week, but we, we got to go see an evening with Kevin Smith on Tuesday night here in Milwaukee. Uh, he was at the Paps theater. Uh, he freaking went for three and a half hours. Like just, Kept going, kept going. It was awesome. He told a couple stories he's told on Babylon, uh, or, but he kind of kind of expanded on those. Uh, he told a great uh, story about um, uh, fuck. Now I'm forgetting his name. Who's his his like bear friend? Uh, uh, the guy from Canada. Oh, yeah, I forget. God damn it! Starts with an M, I think. But he told a great story about him. He. Uh, uh, talked about this girl got up and, and thanked him for um, like her mother was going through uh, cancer and she died of cancer but like a lot of Kevin Smith stuff is what they kind of watch together and everything so he brings her up on stage and gives her a big hug and the poor girl had to stand up there for a half an hour while he told a George Carlin story but the George Carlin story was fantastic but she just stood up there the whole time <laughs> uh, but the Carlin stuff was awesome and I mean, that's that's one thing that I don't think ever comes up enough is how great Carlin and his buddies were in uh, Jersey Girl. Yeah, because you know everybody always signs or like just writes off Jersey Girl, but the stuff with Carlin and his buddies, uh, I did, I thought made the movie for me. It was well, so well written, it was so well performed, and it was some of the funniest stuff in the movie. It was actually overall. It was actually a really, really great movie. I think it, I it's one of his better movies because it's one of his more accessible movies. But the problem is, it came out at the wrong time. It came oh, yeah. out when the entire world was sick of Benefer. Yeah, um, and they were promoting. Oh yeah, there they are. It's it's the two of them in this movie, and I didn't want to see it. I was like, oh fuck that. Yeah. I, I didn't see it for years. And then I finally said, I better just watch it. It's Kevin Smith. I might like it. And the whole thing happens. I'm not going to spoil it, but this whole thing happens. And I'm like, oh, oh, well, all right. This is not the movie I thought it was going to be. Right. And right. it turned out to be one of my favorite Kevin Smith movies. It's just, it's very touching. It's very. I think emotionally, <clears throat> it's the best thing he's ever written. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> It's a very different story and a very different type of movie than he's ever done. And I think if it had come out at a different time or they had cast somebody different as the wife instead of Jennifer Lopez, yeah. it might have had a better reception. But it was just the, the worst fucking timing for that. <laughs> I agree. <clears throat> yeah. uh, no, he, he told some great Carlin stuff. Um, he told the story about how he... Nobody ever answers him when he texts anybody, um, but his daughter will talk to him and text all the time and how yeah. he mistakenly texted his daughter a couple things. 
<laughs> uh, so there were a couple great stories about that, but dude, like he d- he just he's so much fun to watch all the time, and he's you know, it, but it always depends on who asks some questions. And like one guy got up and he's like, yeah, I just got kicked out of my band and blah blah blah, and he just keeps going for like five minutes, and Kev's like, so is there a question there? And the guy just keeps going on and on and on, and, and everybody in the crowd's just like, uh, "Is this guy going to ask a question or what?" Um, but there were some great things, and, and you know, he talked about like some of the stuff he's talked about in Babylon, uh, directing the Flash episode, uh, but how that brought him into Buckaroo Banzai. But he didn't really have anything to say about Buckaroo Banzai yet because it's so early on; the deal was just made, and they don't really they haven't done any casting or anything yet. Um, but yeah, it was it was really really cool. And the funny thing is. Uh, so we got done, and we uh, rock parked at uh, there's a place called the Rock Bottom Brewery. It's a, it's a chain, and uh, it's it's right across the river from the Pabst. <clears throat> so he parked there, and the guy, the parking attendant, said, "Well, if if I'm done at ten, after that, I'll take the keys into the restaurant, and you can just pick them up there." So we get we get back, and the restaurant's closed. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> So Rock's like, uh, what the fuck? Like, how am I going to get my car? All the doors are locked, everything. The lights are still on, but we didn't see anybody inside. So he just pretty much resigned to the fact that, oh, I guess Glenn's giving me a ride home and blah, blah, blah. Well, I grabbed my phone and I called in and somebody answered. I said, yeah, we're parked out here and you got the keys? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll be out in a minute. <laughs> so thank God I called. Because <laughs> Rock Jeez. was just like, eh, F it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a great time and I'm, I'm glad we got to go see him. Uh, Dr. Forrester and TV's Frank were actually here as well, but that's when I was in the hospital. So I didn't get to go see them. I was a little disappointed about that, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool being out in Milwaukee cause there's shows I can go to now. Pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> uh, but that, that's pretty much it for me. I, like I said, I was, I've been really busy, uh, since we recorded early last week, just getting everything edited and put out and, um, getting some stuff ready for E3 and all the scheduling stuff for E3 and uh, being out of the loop for two days. I just haven't had a chance to really do anything. So hopefully you played something. I did. Yay! Whatever Mason told me to play. <laughs> um, so he's on a kick where he wants to play games that we've never, ever played before, ever. Okay. He He just wants to see all kinds of new stuff. Uh, so I'm scrolling through the games and he jumps up off the couch. He's like, what's that? It's all colorful. And I said, that's ho hokum. Huh. <laughs> he's like, what's that? And I said, well, let's check it out. Dan so doesn't really st- know either. Nobody knows what it is. Yeah. We started to play it and well, he wanted to play it on PlayStation TV because we were talking about the Vita Okay. And he's like, you haven't played anything on the Vita in a while. I want to see a game on the Vita. And I said, well, we could do it on PlayStation TV, and then it's on the big screen. And he's like, yeah, okay, let's do that. Uh, So I went to play it on there, and it wouldn't play. It was, like, corrupted or something was wrong Uh, with it. And then I had to download download an update for the system. Of course. Because, yeah, the system needs a new firmware update, and it just became a whole thing. And I said, you know what? Let's let's just turn on the PS4. <laughs> let's just play it there. <laughs> uh, so we started playing it there, and we were just in that first area where it's all black, basically, and you're wandering around the circles and everything. And he started to get a little bored. And I said, well, just wait a second. Let me open this up. And I opened it up, and I moved into the next area, and he started to get a little more interested. 
And I got into the whole thing where I'm like, okay, let me make all these hamburgers small. Yeah. You know, all those popper things. And, and we're going and go, and it takes forever to do that. And he's getting bored with that. He's like, why are we doing this? I'm like, it's, it's really cool. I, I said, I think something really cool happens when you do this. I said, I haven't played this in a long time, but I'm pretty sure something really cool happens when you do this. He's like, ah, oh. so I finally did it. And then the thing opens up in the middle where you can hit it and yeah. it makes them big. It makes them small, it makes them pop all randomly and everything. And he was like, Oh, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so then he started to get more into it. And then we, you know, went to another area and another area. And I got deeper into the game than I had on my own. Cause you know, I was doing all this stuff for him. Like, Ooh, let's check this out. Oh, let's do this. And, so we actually had a lot of fun with that. We played that for a long time. Um, nice. We played a little more Zen Pinball 2. I had forgotten. I thought that I hadn't shown it to him. But as we got into it, I'm like, wait, we did these Star Wars tables and everything. I'm like, all right. So we tried to pick some tables that we hadn't played uh, or that he hadn't seen. So it was a couple of the other Star Wars tables. Uh it was a couple of the... Um, Avengers tables, things like that, the Marvel sure. tables. Um and you know, each one I'd get I'd get into it, I'd get like one or two balls going, then he's like, Can we look at another table? <laughs> He'd get bored <laughs> with it. Like, I want another table. But then he was really interested in why there were three flippers in one, why there were five flippers in another, and he was he was trying to figure it all out and he was he was starting to get interested in how it all worked and everything, so Cool. That was kind of fun. Um, then we played Lumo, which I can talk yeah. about because the uh, embargo will be gone by the time this episode releases. Yeah. And I had forgotten. I thought it was out already. And No, we just had it really early for review. Yeah. Yeah, and I went to look at the trophies because like a couple trophies popped up, and I'm like, I wonder how many trophies this has. And I went to look at them, and it sinks, and nothing shows up, and I'm Ears like, oh, crap, yeah. this is not out. <laughs> I was like, I completely forgot that. <laughs> so um, we played that for a while. Um, it's in it it it's funny because as we were playing it, I was laughing and I was groaning, and I was like, this, I feel like I'm. Like in my twenties again, playing these games. <laughs> yeah, like I yeah. know this game, and I said, "I said, look, this is going to happen." And he's like, "What? How do you know that?" I'm like, "I've played this type of game a million times. I know exactly where this is going." He's like, "What? <laughs> you know where?" I, I said, "Oh, look at this. There, there's a random box here in the water. If I jump on that and I jump, oh, look, there's a hidden room." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, that's standard. It's said, a you, big game." There's it a is. lot of hidden stuff. There is. And there's some really frustrating stuff because. Oh, and, yeah. And it's one of those games. <laughs> you can play it in like the regular mode or you can play it in, I guess it's old school mode. I forget what it's called, what the two uh, different modes are. But yeah, something like that. But the one is, you know, standard for today's gamers. It's the infinite lives and and all that stuff, the and maps and everything. Uh, the old school type challenge is a set number of lives, no maps, no nothing. You know, it's basically you're in there, you play it, you die, you start over. Yep. From the beginning. So no saves or anything like that. It's yep. that type of game. So 
I was like, fuck that. I'm playing, <laughs> I'm playing with infinite lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's like an isometric, uh, sort of top down angle, like Zaxxon, right. you know, like anybody remembers Zaxxon, no, um, like that type, Zaxxon. <laughs> but, uh, it's that type of game and you're this wizard character wandering through these, these mazes, these dungeons basically. And, and they, the look of it threw him off for a little bit because you're only seeing two of the walls. You're not seeing, you know, you're seeing the far two walls. You're not seeing the closer two walls so that you can see, you know, where you're going. But he was having trouble wrapping his head around that at first. He's like, why, where's, there's no walls and why are we in outer space and what's going on? Because (laughs) the background of it is like outer space. It looks weird at first. And if you don't understand a game like that and you don't understand what it's doing, it was funny seeing it through his eyes. Like he's seeing, I'm just ignoring all that. Like I I know what this is and he's looking at it like, what the, what is going on here? (laughs) Um, But he started to get the hang of it and he was telling me, you know, I'm like, where was that? He's like back that way. No, through that door, through that. Like he, he had his own mental map going on, which was kind of cool. It was cool to see that because I, I knew, there were a couple things I knew exactly where they were, but then, you know, one, I said, all right, where was that? And in my head, I'm trying to backtrack in, you know, the map in my head. Yeah. And he goes, go through that door. And I'm like, that door? Okay. And I just decided, all right, let's see if he knows. And he walked me right back to it. I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> nice. So it was kind of cool to see that. Um, there's a lot of hidden stuff. It's those damn ducks, man. Those damn ducks. Ah, uh, you can get there's ducks that are scattered around, and if you collect you collect them by jumping on them, but they're always in this like acid water, and mm-hmm. you have to jump on them and jump right off them back onto a stable platform. Right, and a lot of them they're down below the platforms, and you have to jump on these platforms that disappear, the disappearing platforms that you know you stand on and they crumble, and then they'll yeah. come back. But it's a matter of all this timing, and it's frustrating as fuck sometimes. <laughs> and I, of course, I wanted to get them. And well, yeah, we'd be sitting there, and I'm doing it, and I'm doing it, I'm failing, 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 failing. And he's like, "Daddy, just go to the next room." And I go, "No, no, no! Last time, last time, and last time, boom! I'd get it." Nice. And, I, and I'd laugh about it. And then every single time, I try, 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 and I go, "No, no, no! Last time," and I'd get it. And I'm like, well, fuck, I should just say that every time. Every room you walk into last time. <laughs> yeah, so, <clears throat> but there were a couple of them where I looked at it and I'm like, oh, no fucking way. I'm not even going to bother with that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just looked like such a pain in the ass. Um, but we played that for a long time, actually. We played that for a couple hours and nice. we're having a lot of fun with it. So we're finding all this, all the hidden things. We were getting stuck in areas and, and then we'd sit and we'd try to figure it out and I'd find like the hidden switch and, you know, all these different things. It was, it was neat. It was neat to play it and neat to expose them to that type of game for the first time. Cool. Uh, then we tried out loud on planet X. Ah, okay. Um, I don't know. I just wasn't in the mood for that or I wasn't in the, in the mindset for it. Uh, I played through the tutorial and then you get, you know, whisked off into space and it's almost like a, 
plants versus zombies type thing where, but you're a band on a stage and there's aliens coming at you down these four lanes and you have to hit the buttons in time with the music. And, um, you know, if they get, and depending however many eyes each alien has is how many times you have to hit them because each time you hit the button in time with the music, it shoots a laser beam out of your speakers uh, and you have to hit them like this guy has three eyes, so you have to hit him three times. But they're all coming in all, all four lanes. If they get to the end, they'll they'll break your speaker, and then you have to repair your speaker. Right. Uh, so it's it's a whole thing going on there. And I don't know. I don't know what it was. You know, the tutorial was fine. I was like, okay, I got this. And then jumped right in. And the first one, the alien, I don't know if I picked like a higher level or I picked like a a band that was tougher. I don't know if there's the bands are set up to be easy, medium, hard, Mm. but you know, we're looking at the bands and he's like that one. I was like, yeah, that one looks cool. All right, let's try that. And I got my ass kicked immediately. (laughs) I was like, I was like, you know what? I I'm not doing this. (laughs) We just stopped the game. Uh, then he saw, whoa, Dave, he saw the icon for that. Nice. And I said, okay, that's like the old Atari games. You should recognize what this, this, that type of game, you know, it's going to look a little bit nicer, but it's going to better colors and everything and smoother lines, but it's basically an old Atari game. Uh, and we played that for a little bit and he was like, this is hard. I don't understand this. I don't like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's an old Atari game. <laughs> He's like, okay, can well, we yeah, play something cool. else? Uh, and then he saw the icon for Thomas was alone. And he's like, look at those. What's that? That's like a rainbow. I said, yeah, it's, <laughs> I said, that's a pretty cool game. Let's try that. So we played that and we played that for a long time. We played that deep into that game and I nice. hadn't played, I'm, I've finished that game on, I think on all three platforms at this point. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, maybe I hadn't finished it on the PS4. Um, I don't remember, but you know, I started a new game. I said, ah, fuck it. Let's just start a new game. Go from the beginning. <laughs> and he was, it was funny to watch. Cause you know, he'd get all nervous when, when you're in the water areas and I'm like, no, Claire is going to help us through the water. And then you've got the, the walls with the spikes and then the walls with the spikes are coming at you. And he's like, ah, <laughs> he's, he's getting all freaked out. And you know, <laughs> like, we can get away. We're, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. You know? And, <laughs> It was fun to watch because then he knew, he knew all their names, and he's name. You know, he's like, "No, you oh, okay. need John. You need John to do that one, or you need you know Thomas to do that one." <laughs> it was funny to to see he was he was telling me you know where I needed to do things, and we'd get to a new level, and they'd show it, and he'd be like, "Whoa, how are you going to do that?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, let's figure it out." So it was fun to to do like the puzzle stuff with him, and and. See, you know, he would tell me, no, go over here. No, move this guy here. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. All right, let's do that. So um, those were the main things we played. But, you know, each of them we were playing. Well, Thomas was alone, Hohokam, and Lumo, really. We played the crap out of those. Yeah, I want to play some Lumo soon. I just haven't had a time to really sit down with it yet, so. Yeah. I, I played it. I just haven't really sat down and dug in. Uh, I did a lot of watching Rock play Rocket League and uh, that this pro baseball or the the pro baseball uh, of, uh, 2016 that I got from Japan, mm-hmm. which is freaking fantastic. Yeah, I wish they bring that um, over here, but oh well. 
That is never going to happen. The the other thing, the Alice, Mad Hatter, and Time. There's a character named Time. I don't know. I never really was into Alice in Wonderland. Um, but the new Alice through the Looking Glass characters for Disney Infinity. Sure. Will be out on Tuesday. Ooh. They are the next to last set. The last set is the Finding Dory set, which I think is coming in June, and that's an actual play set, apparently. Oh, okay. So that's going to be Dory, a play set, at least one other Finding Nemo character, because they don't have any at all. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. So maybe two other characters. So there might be three characters with that. Uh, a playset, and I'm assuming they're going to have uh, power discs with it. Uh, yeah. But there's no information on any of it. Like, nobody has any idea, really, what's going on with them. Nobody even knew when Alice was coming out. And I just found it on Amazon the other day when I was dicking around, and I was like, oh shit, there's Alice is coming, like Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so. I doubt you're going to get those for review. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Damn it. The gravy um, train is derailed, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sucks. But, you know, it, it's weird. I mean, they're going to they're obviously going to have to keep servers up and keep things running for a while because these require the update. Every pack that comes out there is a there's a huge update that comes along to Disney infinity to enable those characters to put them in the database and, you know, enable them for the toy box and everything else. So right. that they're there. So all these patches have to come down there's going to be another big one with Dory when that comes along. So I don't know. I need to go through all that and start downloading levels and things before that disappears. Um, and what was the other one? There was another game that they're pulling off. Oh, the Project Spark thing on Yeah, we talked on about that one. Xbox week. that I have to go through and start downloading levels before that disappears. I never really, even really messed with that. Yeah, I downloaded it and yeah, I I didn't even I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it eventually, whenever. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> um So I was up absurdly late one night and yeah, one night. And Caddyshack and Captain America, the first Avenger were on. Oh my gosh. And I'm bouncing back and forth between the two of them, but they're both on like regular TV channels. Oh, I was watching Captain America the other night. Yeah. 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 And I was kind of annoyed and I was like, I just want to see when he breaks everybody out and saves them. And you know, they, they, (laughs) they come marching back into the camp. That's actually where I started watching the movie when it was on TV because they were uh, di- that was like on FX or something where they do all the behind yeah. the scenes stuff. Ugh. Yeah. So Just get to the movie. Well, that was the thing. I should have gotten up and gotten it, but I'm like, oh, that's not too long into the movie. You know, he goes through yeah. and it'll be, but with commercials and everything, yeah, it was like an hour and a half into the fucking movie to get to that point. Yeah, on the on the, on the schedule, it's uh, three hours for that movie because of all the additional shit they have. Yeah, and I was I was and I didn't even notice that because I, I wasn't paying attention. But when that would go to commercial, I'd flip back to Caddyshack and I'd watch that for a little bit. But the, mm-hmm. you know, stuff was all cut out of that, and I'm like, fuck me, you know. Yeah. And, and I could have just gotten up and picked up either Blu-ray and dropped it in and watched it. But at the same point, I was like, I just, I just 
I'm tired. I just want to lay here and watch yeah, this. Yeah, that's that's what you, you know. You get in that uh, mode where you just want to get to something with your remote without having to go pick something off a shelf. You know. But and that's the stupid thing. Like I, I never, never, never watch movies if there are commercials, or I get yeah. to the first commercial break and that's it. I'm done. Yeah. But I hadn't seen Captain America in so long, and I was like, well, I want to see this part, you know. And I thought I'll wait. And it took forever to get there. But, you mm-hmm. know, I had Caddyshack to keep me busy. And I wanted to see how they handled a oh. lot of the stuff, cutting it out. And like Lacey Underall. And when she first shows up, I'm like, well, what are they going to do? And, of course, she's got her tight white shirt on and it's see-through. And it was see-through. And I'm like, okay. So they didn't really do anything with that. Right. Um, but the rest of the stuff, of course, was very much censored and, and dropped and weirdly cropped so you couldn't see anything. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy yeah. that movie was even made. I mean, I, you've seen the like the documentary and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, it's Harold Ramis's first directing job. Uh, that's absurd. He didn't know what he was doing at all. Yeah, and they didn't really have a script, and the script was a mess, and... They they were having all kinds of problems and everybody was just stoned through the whole thing and drunk yep. through the whole thing and the ga- the golf course didn't know what they were much like Animal House the golf course didn't really know what they were doing they they literally blew up the golf course yep. <laughs> at the end of the movie <laughs> and the people were golfing at the time like what the fuck is going on <laughs> it was insane yeah it was it was unbelievable that that movie even got made at the time. I love when they um, talk about Rodney and how Rodney, even though the way he performed and everything else, he's very strict to the script. Yeah. Yeah. Like he would never ad lib. He was always word for word what the script was and how that would screw things up every now and then because he wouldn't ad lib and somebody else would and he didn't know how to handle it. It's funny. Oh, I love uh, that stuff. It, it was such a great movie though. So It is. So last night, Mason... Actually, it was yesterday. Yeah, we were playing Thomas Was Alone, and it was 8 o'clock, and he just got up. He's like, Daddy, I'm tired. And he just got up and walked upstairs. Wow. I was like, what? What, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Whose kid is this? But he wasn't feeling well, so oh. um, so he went right to bed, but he got up there, and Zoe had gone up for a nap, and she was kind of asleep up there with Lou, but he went up and laid down on the bed, and they were both on the bed and he wasn't getting his space and he got annoyed and made all this noise and she woke up. And so Lou came down. She's like, why did you send him up? I'm like, I didn't send him up. He just got up and walked upstairs. I don't know. He was tired. Uh, so then Zoe he got a smoking was smoking right jacket, away. put on his slippers and went to bed. Yeah. He was out. He was out cold. And, wow. and Zoe was up at that point. And I was like, I want to watch a movie. I was like, let's watch, you know, and I wanted to see something, good and i'm like i can't i was like we can't watch something really violent or something crazy because she's a year old and she's more aware of stuff now you know sure and i started digging through stuff and i said you know what we have spy here and we haven't watched that oh with melissa mccarthy yeah well a couple minutes into it well i i'd say like 10, 15 minutes into it, Zoe was falling asleep. So Lou took her up, put her in. She was out. So mm. she came back down. Holy shit. We were rolling. I was tearing up at several parts of that movie. Oh, wow. It was so much funnier than than I expected it to be. 
Because uh, Rock was telling me about it, and he said he he thought it was nothing special. Oh my gosh, the two of huh. us were dying. I uh, what's his face? Uh, the transporter, um, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. He practically steals the movie. Really? Uh, yes, yes. He practically steals the movie. But Melissa McCarthy and. Oh, fuck, I forget her name. Uh, hang on. Let me look her up real quick. Uh, they're basically the two stars of the movie. Uh, because Is it Rose Byrne again? No, 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 no. No, this, this was... She's a British actress, and she hasn't really been in a whole lot of... Miranda Hart. Okay. Uh, she, she hasn't been in a whole lot of stuff like US-wise, like a lot of big stuff US-wise. The thing I had recognized her in, and it was funny because it took me a minute. I'm like, I think I know this person. I And I looked her up real quick. I'm like, holy shit. She was in uh, a short-lived series in the UK called Hyperdrive. Okay. And I have it on DVD, but of course it's region locked to UK. I, there is no US version of it. Of course. Uh, it, was, uh, it was Nick Frost. Um, and it's funny as fuck. It's a, it's a sci-fi comedy about here. I'm going to read what it says about the adventures of her Majesty's ship Camden lock in the year 2151. It's mission to convince alien governments to relocate their businesses to Britain. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what they're doing. They're going from planet to planet and it's funny as hell. They're, they're like this bumbling crew, trying to represent Britain's interests saying, Oh yes, we have this really nicely zoned area for commercial district here and come by and you know, it's absurd. Uh, but it's really funny. And she played like his, his first officer or one of his, you know, one of his main officers. And she was always side by side with him, but she was, she's a very tall woman and they gave her this horrible haircut and ugly her up. And she was very heavy at the time. And she was, it it was absurd and she looks i mean she's still ridiculously tall but she looks so much better in spy and i didn't i almost didn't recognize her mm. um but she's really funny she's she's just a hysterical person on screen huh. um so the two of them are a big part of it and it's it's a great story it's a better story than i thought it was going to be i i didn't see how they were going to do it and how it was going to work out well and the funny thing is this is the this is the director of the new ghostbusters movie yes yeah it is yeah and and that was the thing and it's melissa mccarthy and him and everything and i thought well you know what and the trailer for spy i didn't really i was like you know yeah and the trailer for ghostbusters i think is terrible so maybe it's just bad trailers did you see the second trailer yet no they just released a second one and it's much better I don't want to watch it though. I have decided because I don't like watching trailers in general. Um, But that one I was in the theater and usually I have my head down and headphones on and I'm just uh, avoiding trailers. Uh, But that one I had walked into the theater just as it was that trailer was coming on. And I was like, fuck. All right. Just watch it. And I watched it and I was like, that was terrible. Actually, don't watch the second trailer because there's kind of a big spoiler in it. Yeah. See, that's why I was was kind of upset that I saw it. I'm like, really? Yeah, but uh, there's other stuff in the trailer that looked really good this time. So, yeah, I'm so, and that was the thing with Spy. Yeah, I want to watch it. It's just I talked about one night in rocks. Like I don't know, I watched it. Didn't see anything special. Like oh, all right. 
Because I yeah, like Paul I, Feig a lot. I, I think he he did a great job with Freaks and Geeks. Uh, he's done some other stuff, but every now and then he appears on At Midnight, and the dude's hysterical. Yeah. So I've always just been a fan of his, and and when I heard that he was connected with this new Ghostbusters, I'm like, okay, this has a chance. So mm-hmm. that that's cool to hear that Spy is funny. It's really funny, and that's the thing. The cast is amazing. It has so many major people in it. Yeah. Uh, major people and, and people you like all the way through down to like minor characters were all like, I know that. Oh yeah. I know that guy. And Oh, I know them. And nice. But at one point, the two of us, we had to pause the movie. We, we were laughing so hard. We were tearing up and we, the two of us, we just couldn't stop laughing at this one scene. Uh, which I, I totally didn't expect. I don't know why it set me off, but I, I was just in tears. So, huh. It's really good. It's much, much better than I ever thought it was going to be. And I'm so glad that we sat down and watched it. And I'm so glad that I sat and watched it with her. Sure. Um, Because a lot of movies, there are times where I see them on my own. And then I'm like, okay, let's watch this. You have to see this. But seeing it uh, just with her the first time so we could both (laughs) just double (laughs) over with laughter was fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely worth seeing. Huh. That's it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's take our break. When we come back, we'll talk about what's going on around PS Nation. We'll uh, do some emails, and who knows, maybe we'll blabber about E3 some more or something. So we'll be and right... Neo. Uh, oh yeah, Neo. We're gonna do an hour on the Neo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. We're back. We're having so much fun with Skype today. Just tons of fun. So if, if, if things sound different throughout the show, it's because we've had to stop and start. Like, this is the third time now. Hmm. So sorry about that, folks. All right. Well, uh, Josh, if, uh, if everything stays up and running here, it's that time again. Time to tell us what's going on around PS Nation. Yeah, lots of stuff. Yeah. Uh, My browser, damn browser. So, reviews, let me just jump into reviews for, well, Friday, Fernandez Frustration Friday, uh, Sundays with Keith, and what is it, Mondays? Monday night after WWE Raw with MJC. Yes, so those are happening, as usual. Don't know which games. Jump in. Check them out. Fun games. 
They're always fun to watch. Uh, the reviews that went up. Indeed. Tabletop Racing World Tour uh, hits the PS4. That was a Vita game. Tabletop Racing was a Vita game. Tabletop awesome. Racing World Tour is a different game, slightly different. Uh, it's 20 bucks, so that's something to keep in mind. But Chaz has a pretty good review of it up there. You might want to take a look at that. Uh, this was actually also free on PlayStation Plus this past month, I think. Indeed. So if you got it there, good on you. Uh, he also reviewed the DLC Supercharger Pack, which is $8.49. Playwrights Digital is, is like up on their pricing, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a little more than it's, usual. It seems pricey. Uh, but there is a review of that, of the DLC there as well. If you got the main game for free and maybe you're interested in the DLC, yeah. check that out. Yeah. Uh, then he also put up the Binding of Isaac Rebirth. We never had a review of that for the PS4 up. So he put up the review of that mainly because he was also doing the DLC. So there is a DLC review for the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth. Indeed. So there are multi-reviews up there from Chaz. Uh, then another one, Chaz was a machine, uh, also put up Shadow of the Beast. Which I was torn up about because I really wanted to do that review. Uh, but I, but a- after playing at E3 last year, I knew that it was a little more twitchy than I figured I could handle with my thumb. So mm-hmm. I begrudgingly gave it up to somebody else. Well, it's interesting. It has gotten some mixed reviews, oddly enough. Yeah, I think part of that is people <clears throat> not understanding kind of where the game came from first off, but well, no, a lot of the like down reviews I was reading were people that were very into the original game and didn't like what was done with this remake. I'll be honest. If they just did like an HD remaster, I would have, I would have hated it because that game was cool back in the day. Like when it first came out because of the visuals and the, and the music and everything else. But honestly, the gameplay kind of sucked in that game. It did. Mm. On the Amiga, it sucked. On the, t- I could walk through the Turbo Graphics one without dying. Like I, c- I could get through the entire game in about thirty-five minutes. Um, so it, I think it's a really good thing that they added this combat system and you know and, and what they did. I personally, that's what I think. But to try to expect that simple gameplay in a game nowadays is kind of foolish. Well, yeah, and I, I mean that kind of speaks to my concerns with a Crash Bandicoot remake. Mine too. Which everybody has been clamoring for for some odd reason. I mean, I get it. Crash was the face of PlayStation. And it's really fun and cool and that's neat. But there's a reason we haven't had a Crash Bandicoot game from Activision in years. They've they've been pretty bad. And it's not an easy game to just... I mean, how are they going to do it? What are they going to do that people are actually going to like? Exactly. You know, the original game was a very unique kind of game. I can't see making an HD version of that game. No. It wouldn't work. No. Um, Or an HD version of like an HD reimagining of that game, it wouldn't work the way like an HD reimagining of the first Ratchet and Clank works. Right. 
it's just not the type of game that would fly today. And if they then break it out into a bigger platformer type thing, well, they did that on the PS2, on the Xbox. They did it on all these platforms for years. And, you know, they sold okay, but nobody really gave a shit. It's everybody wants it now, but I don't know that they really know what they actually want. And if a crash game comes out, is everybody just going to go, Oh, this sucks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd be concerned if I was Sony, I, I'd be very interested in the idea, but it would take a lot. It would take a lot of work to, for somebody to say, all right, here's the concept. This is how we're going to make it work. I, I, no, I, sure. I totally agree. So I've been saying that for years, people wanting a new crash game. And I, I, I totally agree. I, I just don't think, that game would work nowadays. It would have to be like a $8 downloadable title. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, Sony, because everybody's been asking Sony again, because E3 is coming and it's one of those things that you got to roll out those questions. All right. Well, what's with crash? Are we getting crash? We want crash. And yeah. Sony has said again, Activision still owns the license to crash. That doesn't mean they or Activision still owns the IP, right? You know, Crash. They haven't said that we licensed the IP to make a game. They've been very cagey about you know. They've been very clear on Activision owns it. Doesn't well, mean and they like can't I said, license it. A couple of the different PlayStation Twitter accounts have tweeted like <clears throat> um, different images of Crash. Yeah, with no explanation whatsoever. And they're just screwing with people, you know? Yeah. So, I, you know, some of that fervor is kind of on Sony. It is. It is. So, all right. Uh, off my soapbox. On to... <laughs> on to another soapbox. Uh, Trillion God of Destruction from Andy. Indeed. Uh, this one with a very interesting idea. Uh the boss has a trillion hit points and that's the game. You have to kill the boss Yep. and his trillion hit points over multiple battles. Um, interesting idea. It doesn't sound like it really was executed all that well. Mm. Um, but I'd urge you to check that out. That's Andy's review. That's a Vita game. And Axiom Verge finally hit the Vita. Yay. Uh, golden minecarts notwithstanding <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is a Vita slash PlayStation TV game so it is available on both and Ray did the review for that indeed uh, there is a Doom review coming very soon and a couple others that are coming yeah the one that we've been following quite a bit is MJC is reviewing Homefront The Revolution <laughs> and we didn't get the game and nobody got the game for review until the day came out. And that's usually a sign <laughs> that there are going to be problems. Usually. Yeah. Usually. I mean, we've had, not always. Yeah. We've, we've, we've definitely had games that aren't like that, especially, uh, lately a game like that. That's very online heavy, like battleborn or destiny, you know, those type of games. A lot of times they won't send those and, and, and the division, they won't send those out until, uh, the game releases because it's built around the concept of you being online with a bunch of other people being able to play. Yeah. Um, Homefront is not one of those games that requires that. And 
MJC's been having a lot of problems. And it's it's funny because then a few days after it released, Deep Silver released a statement about the numerous problems people were having, including uh, uh, a lot of frame rate issues and just glitches and everything else. Uh, they were so adamant about us getting the day one patch when the review copies went out. And, you know, we thought that that was going to fix a lot of things, and it kind of didn't. So um, MJC's having a lot of problems. And it, it sucks because when I played it at, I think it was PAX, I was having problems with it then. And I, you know, I went over and, and told PR about it. And I said, I know this is early, but here, here are the problems I've been having and et cetera, et cetera. And that was what, August or September of last year. And it sounds like the same stuff is still happening. Mm. So... I'm shocked that they released it in the state it was in. I don't know if it was a contractual thing that they had to get it out by a certain time or what. Um, you know, it, it's really odd that that they allowed this game to be released in the state that it's in for what it sounds like. So I'll be really interested to see what what Michael's uh, review is. And but it's not just him. I mean, there's reviews that that hit really early. Um, you know, I, I think. Like Polygon or somebody had the review up essentially like the next morning after it released. Hmm. And I have not seen a favorable favorable review yet. So that's very frustrating. Yeah. Because I think I think they were on the right track with a lot of things, but it sounds like it's just a technical mess. Well, with his game save with his hang up and having to restart. It's wiped out his game save like three times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he put a picture up the other day where an NPC was stuck in the ground up to its waist and um, frame rate issues abounding. Um, yeah. Uh, just That's just a few things. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also one of the things he's having a problem with is it'll tell him, like, you have to finish these these certain tasks and the game won't allow him to finish them and he can't move on until he gets 100% on these tasks and he can only get like 85% done and then the game glitches so then he has to restart then too hmm. ugh yeah that does not sound good no <laughs> no not at all so, yeah, that's it for the most part. I think we're forgetting one thing, and I had it in mind before, and now I'm forgetting it again. Oh, SideQuest Episode 2 came out. I thought that was the week before, though. No. Wasn't it? It came out last, or May it 12th. did, but, but when we recorded, I don't, I don't know if we talked about it. Okay. Well, if we didn't, because I looked at the date, it was May 12th. That's yeah. like... 10 days ago. Well, but they put the web post up, but I didn't put it on the feed until later. I didn't put it on okay. the feed until Sunday. Well, if we did not talk about it before, yes, SideQuest Episode 2 is out. The Beginner's Guide to Dungeon Crawling. Indeed. Is their extra long title. <laughs> Which is great for the uh, file name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My file name OCD kicks into, into overdrive when I see it. Which is great for the banner, trying to squeeze that <laughs> Using a six-point font, yeah. Yeah, onto the banner, but yeah. Good job, good. guys. Uh, uh, and, so, yeah. and this is them with their new microphones. It sounds a lot better than uh, the first test episode and everything, and, and uh, yeah, they did a good job. 
I'm very happy. And also, Keith uh, has a new microphone as well for his streams, and it's sounding really good. So, up in our quality, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Oh, you know what? Uh, nobody's going to hear it here. Nobody's listening at this point. Yeah. Um, the Disney Infinity thing. I, w- I was thinking about that. I, it's funny because I just saw an ad on our website, which reminded me of it. <laughs> uh, all right. So since they're shutting down everything yeah. at some point, yeah. uh, there are, there is some locked content in the quote unquote store, the store where you go in with your sparks and you use your sparks to buy stuff. Uh, so that you can use it in the toy box and use, you know, whatever. Yeah. You need two different things to unlock this content. One of which somebody gave me the other one. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get. So I want to throw it out here and see if somebody can hook me up. (laughs) Jeez. All right. I will. If you send it to me, I'll use it and I'll send it back to you. Cause all you need to do is touch it and unlock it and send it back. Um, so, for Disney, they have like their speed pass thing and they call it like a, some, a magic band or something like that. I think that's what it is. Magic band. Okay. Um, and it's just a, you know, it's a wristband that has Mickey mouse shape on it and everything. And it has a chip in it, of course. So if you touch the magic band to the game pad, it unlocks something. And then if you touch the magic band from a Disney cruise, it unlocks something else. Ah. I looked because somebody gave me the magic band. I haven't had a chance to use it yet. Um, But the cruise one, I was like, well, nobody has it. Let me look on eBay. They're going for a hundred bucks. Holy shit. Simply because people use them to unlock their Disney, their infinity content. And they know that and people are selling them for a hundred (laughs) bucks. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm not spending a hundred bucks just to unlock it. And I think it's one thing that it unlocks and it's not that big a deal, but it would be nice to have. Um, so if anybody has a Disney cruise magic band out there, please get in contact with me. (laughs) <laughs> just so I can try it and use it. Cause all you have to do is use it once to unlock it. I think, I think I read somewhere and I need to double check on this. If you can get into a multiplayer session with somebody who has that unlocked, it'll unlock for you as well. Ah, okay. But that's another way to do it possibly. Um, but it's one of those things where I thought, eh, I might as well just throw it out there. Maybe somebody has one. Um, because one of our listeners, again, was like, oh, you got that PSP? I have a PSP 1000 I'm throwing out. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, the, and I said, well, all right, a 1000, because that's one of the ones I was looking for. And we don't have to hear about you trying to get it back from Mark and Jesse again? Yeah. Well, I still want that one back. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so, and I forget who it is. I have to look up who it was. I'll look it up. Um but it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So I got the 1000 and another 2000, but it's a black 2000, which is really cool. Mm. Cause all I have is a pair of silver 2000s or a silver 2000 and a silver 3000 and telling those apart, just glancing at them. You're like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, it's kind of neat. 
it's I've been messing with them. Same thing with those. I I fixed the UMD problem immediately. Nice. Um, so they work. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm messing around with those uh, every chance I get now. Well, if you're gonna beg, uh, if anybody has an Amiga CD32 <laughs> that they don't want anymore. <laughs> I, my thing is it's it's a band and I'll send it right back to you. I just want to unlock something with it. Oh, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to send it back. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. No. But I'll send the I'll send the band back. It'll if, it'll go in the Glen Museum of of cool video game stuff. It's just one Oh wait, where did that that was on Twitter. This person contacted me. Hmm. About the PSPs. Hmm. All right, I'll look that up, um, yeah. <laughs> and you can read the first email when we get there. Okay, are we there? Sure, we're there. Okay, I didn't know if there was anything else. For... Oh wait, actually, read email number two because I'll read email number one because it's directed at me. Okay, really. <clears throat> this is from. Oh, this is from. Uh, we got an email <laughs> from this guy last week, Mitchell Hagerman. Yes. yes. <laughs> And the subject is lesson don't drink and rant. This is ha ha. I forgot about that email until listening to the podcast today. What a horribly worded and angry text wall. Yes, it was. I could never love Shuhei Yoshida, or I could never not love Shuhei Yoshida. Really, I'm just annoyed that I bought a second PS4. Oh, we get to we do get to do some Neo talk. Yes, uh, a second PS4, <laughs> thinking they would just release another Slim. That Arkham Knight PS4 was just so sexy, though. I had to have it. That's how I felt about the Star Wars one. Uh, And I feel bad for those people who waited this long to get one, only to find out that they are upgrading the hardware soon. Also, even if I sell one of them, I will still lose money if I upgrade, which kind of sucks. I would just have held off, but who would have expected this to happen? Hopefully Hopefully we will get the full scoop at E3, and we'll all feel better. Glenn, maybe take Josh's advice and sell a couple of your current boxes. Never. I only have one that isn't a kind of a special thing, really. So there you go. Because I, I bought that one from Amazon, but I, the one I have here is the one that Sony gave me at the pre-release event. I have the Batman one, and I have the 20th anniversary edition. So yeah, sell that one. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, so the the one that I, the no, quote unquote normal PS4 that I have is. Um, is the one that I bought pre-bought because I didn't know Sony was going to give me one at the pre-release event. So I kept my pre-order because I knew I had two spots in my house for them. Um, so yeah, it's not like I have just regular PS4 sitting around though. Uh, lastly, I accept any jabs thrown my way for that drunken overreaction. Well, we really don't care if you accept it or not. We're still going to take them, <laughs> drunk bastard. I laughed my ass off at work while listening while I listened to that part of the episode. I'm surprised you guys didn't give me more shots for it. Looking forward to your E3 podcast and coverage. Take care, gents. From Mitchell, ma 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 Mitchell. And we did. We got a number of Neo emails, and a lot of them said, you know, don't, you don't need to read this. We don't need to rehash it, but here's my take on it. And that's yeah. this one I wanted to throw out there because that was that crazy wall of text. Yes, and it was. He, he laughed about it, and I thought that was funny to just kind of throw up there. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would hate to be an ex girlfriend of this guy. <laughs> Thurston, one of our community members, yes. was the one who sent me the PSPs. Oh, okay. The new PSP. Thurston Hall the third. Yes, the recent PSPs. Nice. Thank you, sir. All right. 
On to the next email, website management. Hi, Josh and Glenn. few episodes behind, slowly catching up whenever the kid sleeps or I otherwise find some time. No commute for me, no job. Aww. Aww. Uh, anyway, in my newfound spare time, I've started my own website. No link. Sucker. Oh, wait. No, there it is. It's at the bottom. Okay. Um, my question specifically to Josh, though I assume Glenn has a say in how things go as well. Josh, how do you manage the website? It's WordPress. That's yeah. all. Uh, how difficult does it get uh, to make banners for the shows, proofread and edit the reviews, and assumedly some of the articles as well, and generally keep up with everything? Pretty fucking hard, actually. Yeah, it's it's not easy work. And with a full-time job, yeah, that is also a full-time job, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, because sitting down to just banners, banners, I usually get the idea and it snaps into my head, you know, with the name, something will snap into my head and then it's a matter of, can I find the right assets to put this together? And I have to compromise or I come up with something else. Those banners usually don't take that long, half hour, maybe tops. Um, the reviews. Yeah. I lay out the, the the skeleton of the review and everybody plugs in their text afterwards, but laying out the skeleton, doing a banner for it, editing and then publishing that total time for one review can take anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour and a half. I mean, it depends on the review. Yeah. Uh, so, and it depends on like laying out the skeleton of the review can be a pain in the ass sometimes because it's, you have to look up, all right, what other consoles is this on? Did we have a review for this? All right. How are we going to do this now? Like Zen pinball. Chaz did a review for Zen pinball too. We've been sitting on this for a while. Yeah. Um, I just never got around to it. Cause, but when that came out, I don't think well, we were really writing very many. No, and th- this is a different thing, though, because he wants – he has – I'm going to spill the beans here. He has a post that's going up right after this goes up, yeah. which is all the 3D games available on the PS4. Yeah. And it's been holding off for this Zen Pinball review. He and I have been talking about it, talking about different ways to do it. We, you know, He had an idea where he wanted to do kind of a thin review – because the Zen Pinball 2 itself is just a dumb client. It's just a free download, dumb client. It's all right. the tables that are what you pay for. And he was going to do short reviews on every table. And there's a lot of tables. Um, it's like 40 yeah, something like that. Or actually, it's more than that now, I think. But it was a matter of even doing that. How would we format that? And then it was a lot of thinking about, you know, and a lot of, trial and error on, well, could we do this and can we use short codes to pull things in and make it look cool and do the, you know, there was a lot of back and forth just in our heads trying to figure out how to do this. How are we going to make this work in a way that fits with the site and everything else and is readable. And finally he just gave up and said, all right, look here, I'm just doing like a main review and then we'll, if we do certain table things, you know, we can add those in later, but this is a review of Zen pinball and how it works and just kind of an overview of some of the tables and things. Yeah. Um, but even with that, there's little things with that, that I want to tweak and change. And, uh, I have, I haven't had the time to figure it out quite yet, yeah. but, um, 
he did a good job with the review itself. It's just a matter of making it work in a way that if we're going to tack into it, you know, or, or put links out to reviews for new tables as they come, I, I want to do this right. So we have this base to work off of. So there's a lot of stuff like that that goes on behind the scenes with the website that that's what takes up a lot of time. It's just because I want the site to look semi-professional. I don't want it well, to yeah. look like... I mean, we're working off of a long time ago when Mark was around, uh, a listener of ours <clears throat> for his college um, project uh, created a website for us. And it was crazy because we were actually just at this point where we were going to start looking for somebody to do it for us. Uh and that's what we inherited. That's what Josh inherited. And instead of redoing an entire website, Josh took it upon himself to just modify what he could on the one that we mm. have now to try to make it into something that's usable and, and what we're using today. Yeah. So, I mean, it's we only have so much time. Each of us only has so much time because all of us have jobs and and whatnot. And and uh, you know, Josh has done just an outstanding job getting our site to even do what it does. Uh, you know, there's things that we'd still like to do, but they're just not possible. Like we want uh, our forums. We would love if they integrated with the website, but they just don't. Uh, Cause we're using Zenforo for our, our forum software, but we use WordPress for the website and they just don't work together. Yeah. Um, you know, so there, I mean, what we do management wise is, is the forums have a different management tool than the website does. And, you know, we've, Josh has also set up like a style guide for, for us to use for our reviews and our articles and everything else. Uh, everyone forgets to look at it. And then Josh has a, has a coronary. Um, <laughs> and I have to go back in and fix it. And that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my time too. It's, it's, but that's, that's one of those things. Like if, if starting off a new website, you can go from scratch and there's a, if you're doing WordPress, especially and WordPress is the easiest way to do it or, or a content management site like that. And there's a million different templates out there that you can dig through and find and build. The, this is the look I'm looking for and just use that template yeah. and then build off of that. Um, obviously there is still a lot of work making banners and, and things like that. And, and, editing and proofreading and if you want it to look semi-professional proofreading and there and there yeah, which yeah. you know i was just i was just looking at m4g and comments and stuff and it's there and there and things like that all over the place and and even you know articles are up on m4g and you look at it and you glance at it and i'm like oh that looks interesting and i click on it and i read through the first paragraph and there's spelling errors all over the place and i'm like oh fuck this website you know and i'm yeah, gone that's that's <laughs> kind of where we're done with m4g we, we've stopped using them a while back because they would th there was one guy or actually there were two guys but there was one this one guy that calls himself emilio estevez that would nitpick every post we put up there even though we could pull up you know all the stuff from all these other sites like destructoid that had numerous errors based on what they were using as a criteria and nobody would report that one, but they would just ding ours every time. And I, I fought with the, the mods and everything and I just got tired of it. And I told everybody we're not doing N4G anymore. It might re result in less traffic to our site, but I don't care because I'm not, I'm not going to play this bullshit where the rules change every single time. So there's my rant about M4G. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, spelling errors are a big thing. I, yeah. If I go to a website and I see spelling errors, I just think amateur bullshit and I walk away yeah. most of the time. 
Um, so I try desperately to make sure that, you know, our website has the minimum of that. And if I spot it in a news article, I will jump in, edit it and jump out and save it, you know? Yeah. Um, so we try, you know, we try to keep it as professional as possible, semi-professional as possible. Um, so back to the email, uh, I can hardly manage to get more than five articles up per day. And I'm thinking of adding a page for my friends. Let's play videos. Yeah. Articles. That's the thing. It, we bring on news writers and they're like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. And then they realize it's not as easy as it seems. No, it's not. <laughs> and it's work. It, it's, it's a lot of work for some of these things. So it, yeah, it is tough. And five articles a day, that's, that's good, you know, but yeah. it is tough. And especially when you have kids and things like that, it's, it's, it becomes a full-time job in and of itself. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's not, it's not just copying and pasting a, a press release. You know, there's yeah. a lot to it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to find the time. That's, that's all I can say is, yeah. you know, I, I do it if I'm up early in the morning, if I stay up late at night, it's, you just have to find the time. Sometimes I have time during the day where I'm between calls and I'm like, look, I need to stop making calls for a minute here and I just need to reset my brain. So let me do this for a half hour and sure. I'll edit something. Um, so, all right. Uh, thanks for the show, guys. Uh, been a listener since episode 52 and tried to go through the backlog of episodes. I got to around 30 or 40 before I gave that up. I don't blame you. I <laughs> uh, love the show. You guys helped me through my teenage years. Whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> Keep it up, guys. Much love, uh, Omega Spider. And I think 52 is around the time we started on Joystick. That's, yeah, it was around there. Yeah. I think it was um, 48 that we started. And his website, I'll give it a plug, is omegaspiderwebs.com. Nice. Yeah, Omega Spider's been around a long time. Yes. Cool. All right, last email. This is from Joey. Hey, it's Joey over here. Uh, hey, hey, guys. Joey. Hey, I'm Joey. Sorry. Uh, hey guys, I wonder why the media player with DLAN, he says DLAN, it's DNLA, uh, yeah. support was never talked about. It uh, was. Plex was, but the other one by Sony for the PS4 just wasn't. Just wondering, I got mine up and running today and it's been great going through my media server and it's free. Thanks, Joey. So this is the media player that Sony released for the PS4 finally. Uh, we did talk about it when it came out, but that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. It's not as good as the PS3 one, uh, especially in the formats that it supports. Um, but yeah, it, it, it works well, uh, seems to pull down the catalog pretty easily. Uh, it, it finds DLA devices quite readily. I've got my, um, my Drobo at home that I modified and I've got DLA running on that as a service. Uh, so it pulls down all my TV shows, all my movies, and everything I have in my media server. Yeah, there's, it works really well, but there's recently, in the past couple of months, I've run into a thing where um, I have some MKV files, some yeah. newer MKV files, and it, it's supposed to do MKV, um, but I guess there's been a change to... There's a bitrate limit. Um, that might be it. Yeah, there's so, a bitrate limit. Because I've had to re-encode all this stuff. Um, so that it will play on there, but yeah, I use it constantly. Um, I actually have the pictures, the music, the, 
the movies all on the media server or the video, all this video stuff I have. And I use it constantly, uh, especially for video. I've used it less for the music because one of the biggest problems I have with it, um, I used to do a playlist for every single, because I have albums. I, I don't buy singles. I buy full albums and I would make the playlist you know, of the album because the old turtle beach thing that I had network media network music player, Mm -hmm. uh, would work well, you know, with playlists, I could just bring up a playlist and play the album. Uh, I stopped at some point because nothing I, you know, that, that thing, I stopped using that and I didn't really have a need for it with, the iPhone and everything else, it would just organize things by album and, and do all that. So sure. I was like, oh, I don't need to bother with it. So I haven't been doing it for years. Well, yeah, if you're trying to do that with the, the PlayStation app on the PS4, you bring up an album and it puts it in alphabetical order. Uh, the only way you can get it in there in the order that it was the actual track order is if you do a playlist and I'm just like, Oh fuck this. So, I just stopped using it for music entirely yeah, yeah. because it just, I, I just wish they could do that to do the track. I mean, the track, the tracks are numbered. The track listing is there, but it's, it's not using the track listing at all for an album. Right. It just, right. It, it defaults to alphabetical, which is bullshit. Ugh. And we should have an option there. If there's an option there, I'm missing it. Uh, I don't think there is though. So, I mean, if anybody knows a way around that besides me going through and creating a, a playlist file for for every one of these things, God. which I'm not going to do. No. Um, so I'm just not using the music really at all at this point. I'm kind of annoyed by that. But yeah, otherwise I like it. You know, it's. Yeah, I've, I've had really great nice. luck with it because I do MP4 for everything. I don't do MKV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do MP4 and all, all the MP4s I have. Have worked so far, but I've heard that there's a, uh, uh, a a size limit on those too, like how much you can have it encoded to your mm. bit rate. So uh, I don't know if uh, they patch it every now and then, but they never tell you what they're patching either. Yeah, uh, you just see like up, updates to media player, and you're like, well, what? What did you add? Like, did you add a new format? Did you? And they never tell you. The main problems I've been having with. Um well, I guess it is video. Uh, the only place I've really been having problems with video is uh, stuff that I do from my cameras. Right. So the the digital camera, the Canon digital camera, can't play those. I have to re-encode all those. Well, see, you probably have it in RAW format. No, I don't. You have it in JPEG and it won't pull them up? No, not J. I'm talking oh. video. Oh, 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 oh. Video. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The video format that the, ca- the cam that camera does, and the more frustrating thing is, <laughs> I used a so. I do you remember the smaller one that I had is yeah. a Sony camera. Yeah, doesn't play those either. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking Sony camera, and they can't play that format for yeah. some bullshit reason. So, reencoding all those is a pain in the balls because, and. Same thing with the iPhone stuff. Like I'll record stuff on my iPhone and it can't get those. When I re-encode those, sometimes it flips them upside down. So now the video is upside down. Yeah. So I have to go in and fix that. And it just becomes such a pain in the ass that I I don't do it. And we've got all these videos of the kids and these these things we've done. And 
I can't play them through there because it just doesn't fucking work unless I re-encode all this shit. Lovely. Uh, I, I uh, that's frustrating. I mean, I, I understand with cameras, you know, some of the different camera makers, they put their own proprietary shit in there and they have different ways of compressing and whatever they're using. But it, for a Sony camera, come on. At least get your Sony formats on there. Well, I wonder if they're, what, do you know what, uh, does it do as like a movie file or something? Uh, let me check. I'll tell you real quick. Because I know that our Canon, our really good camera, yeah, uh, does that in an uncompressed format and uh, kind of like a Blu-ray file. And I have to bring that into a, a piece of software and convert it, even on my Mac. Um, but my Canon T4i, I think I can record an MP4, which is a standard format. So some are, wow, some are MPEGs. Ugh. Uh, those are really older ones, though. Hang up. These are MP4s. And won't those play should these work. MP4, no. Won't See, play they, may, they may be too high bit rate then. <sighs> I doubt it. MP4 is a standard, dude. It's, it's, I know it is. It's almost universal. I know it is. <laughs> it's probably a, a higher bit rate than, than the media player will take. Because that's the problem I've always had with it. I can't imagine that this is a high bit rate on this. I... Total bit rate, 6607 kilobits per second. Mm, yeah, I don't know what the limit is. Yeah, I don't know. So some MP4s aren't working. Um, that's the other thing. The iPhone is usually MP4s, uh, I believe. Here, wait. Here's some original files. Movie files. Yeah. MOV. Yeah, those won't work because that's an Apple yep. uh, proprietary um, format. Yeah, so MP4s I've had to re-encode and MOV I've had to re-encode because I'm looking at some of these I did re-encode. Yeah. Because I kept, I kept a folder with the original files and then the ones I re-encoded. Um, but yeah, it's such a fucking pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. Um, when I just want to be able to watch these things on the big TV, you know, especially things with the kids like Zoe is walking now. She just nonchalantly Mason were me, Zoe and Mason are, are in the living room Yeah, and Lou is off doing stuff. And as I forget what we were, I think I was playing a game or no, I think we were playing a game or watching TV, whatever we were doing. Zoe got down off the couch and she's, you know, she's holding on to the, train table kind of walking herself around which she always does so no big deal well then she goes and grabs this little uh this little walker plane thing and nonchalantly starts walking across the room and i look down at her i'm like what the holy look at her she's walking (laughs) she never did that before and then the next night she got rid of that and just started walking. And I was like, holy shit. Nice. <laughs> what just happened here? She's just like, and she just kind of looks over at me like, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm doing it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was just weird <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, but you know, I grabbed my phone and I quick take a video of that and sure. It's great, but can't watch that unless I re-encode it. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a, that's really a problem with the fact that you use an iPhone, for example, and Apple uses all their proprietary formats. Yeah, but that doesn't explain my two cameras, one but a Sony I'm, I'm, that are like said, MP4s example. and yeah. don't work, you know? Um, so I, I, That's the problem is that if they're not using H.264 <clears> and 
Yeah. It's all it's it's basically yeah. because everybody wants to have their own format and nobody wants to agree on one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's <laughs> always been the problem. Uh, yeah. Yep. So. All right. Are we done? Yes. I think we're done. Yes. Cool. Uh so next wait, week Wait, 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 Neo oh, talk. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Neo talk. No. Oh yeah, Neo we're talk. Done. Uh so the Neo. Um, so Neo is the one. Um <laughs> And Agent Smith is a dick. And I, th- I thought Agent go. Smith was the one. That's what everybody figured out lately. Uh, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, well, he is a dick. And yeah, they talked about him as the, oh, and no stranger to being a villain in that Captain America thing. No stranger to being a villain. <laughs> uh, Hugo Weaving was also Agent Smith in the Matrix trilogy. Indeed. I'm like, oh, he was? Thank you for that. Wow, I never knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Only some of the biggest movies on the planet, but yeah, thanks for that little tidbit. <laughs> uh, the fuck? I'm just looking at our YouTube channel, and somebody favorited a shitload of stuff on YouTube on our PS Nation account. Jeez, mm. <clears throat> I wonder so who did that. Somebody was logged into that, thinking yep. they were logged into their own, and started. Now we get to see all, all the freaky shit they look at. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, well, next week, who knows what the hell we're going to talk about. Hopefully, uh, I get to play some games, because I'm planning on it this afternoon. Uh, play some Doom, at least. So, hopefully, we can talk about some more of that stuff. Uh, we'll talk some more E3, because I'm sure we'll have some more that we're going to be able to talk about for E3 next week. And uh, just get the ball rolling for that. Uh, like I said, if you have any ideas for anywhere you'd like to meet up downtown, or like an arcade, something like that, uh, throw it in the forums. I'll put it in the general discussion uh, a thread for that, and uh, we can try to get some ideas about maybe meeting up. Uh, just not anything out in City of Industry, because yeah. that drive downtown, is a killer. Downtown LA or Korea? Yeah, Ooh, Korea, Korea Town's Korea obviously Town. the best, but yeah, um, since we're right there. But yeah, definitely. And since I found two or three right in Korea Town, yeah, but so. you don't know how you don't like you don't know what those are. Like you could walk in and just be like total. No, these are. I I looked up arcades in los angeles and i got lists of 12 best arcades 10 best arcades and they're from like major publications oh. and you go in and those are the ones listed right cool. in koreatown so all right good to know and i looked at their websites i looked at the screenshot i looked at the pictures and everything and yeah they they look decent some of them cool. look good some cool. of them look yeah but a little sketchy know. or like a little closet well no like the one the one is mainly a bowling alley, but they have a ton of classical arcade games there. Yeah. So, but you know, that could be enough. It's, it's not that big a deal. It's just a place to play some games and hang out. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. yeah. We'll check and do it. All right. Cool. We're, uh, we're out of here. Thanks much folks. We'll talk to you very soon. Get out there, play some games. Have a great one. Play some games, yo. That's all it's all about. Yeah. 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 You hang up. <laughs> There's a hole in my heart and uh oh. Yeah. Bye. How do you what do you guys do? What do you what do you do, sir? In life? Yes, what do you do in what do you do in life? I'm a software engineer. You're a software engineer? Where are you from? France. You're from France? <laughs> it's very nice to meet you. <laughs> Your English is really good. 
Where did, where did you learn to speak such good English? Uh, I've been here seven years. Oh, well, then your English should be a lot better. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to... Désolé. Désolé. Je ne parle pas français. Désolé. Uh, but it's very nice to meet you. Thank you very much. What do you, what do, you do? Uh, commercial real estate. Really? In San Francisco? <laughs> yeah. What's left? There's nothing left. Uh, this one by one square inch right here. This is uh, $13 million and uh, not zoned for anything. What a weird. What about you? Uh, tech. You do tech? So, uh, ticketing, yeah. You do tech ticketing? Yeah. What does that mean? Ticketmaster. You work at Ticketmaster. Oh, okay. You started at tech, and then you're like, oh, I said... And you knew because it would get that reaction. <laughs> Listen, on behalf of the audience, I have a sincere question. What the fuck is a convenience fee? <laughs> Why... What is more convenient about that? What is so... What is so convenient that it costs $20? What is so convenient that it costs $20? You, you want me to answer that on camera? Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I would like to charge you a $20 convenience fee for talking to you in the front row. What about you? I work for a professional sports team. A professional sports team? What sports team? Uh, San Jose Sharks. The San Jose... Oh. People love... Basket hockey. People love basket hockey. The best sport there is. Oh, it's so good. Ro- rolling around on the ice court. My mom's the biggest sports fan in the world. I did not get that gene. And I just piss people off. People love to follow her on Twitter because she swears a lot and watches sports. And like, <laughs> the, the last time the draft was on, I called it Sports Ball Sorting Hat Day, and people got <laughs> really bent out of shape. Don't fuck with my sports. What do you? Uh, what, what, what else? Do you, what do you do for the San Jose show? Uh, I make the tickets work. Where are you going? <laughs> Away from this. Away from what? Why, why do you why do you resist me Batman why do you resist me I, I could be a San Jose shark Batman even though the idea of thinking about a shark flopping around on the ice is comical at best they live under the water Batman maybe you aren't familiar with how sharks work Batman what is your name Andrew. Batman, do you remember... (laughs) Do you remember when you saw Dark Knight Rises and you were like, is he going to talk that way the entire movie? (laughs) And the answer is yes, he fucking is. Oh, Batman, you're such a... You... I... You're, you're like a brawny man for the millennial generation, Batman. So warm. We should spend more time together, Batman. Go. Oh, you're shaking. You know that only turns me on more, Batman. 
we should spend some time together, go see a movie, make love by a fire. But don't try to pin me down, Batman. For I'm a cowboy. On a steel horse I ride. I'm wanted. Dead. That's a Bane Jovi, a character I'm working on. What, uh, what do you do? Uh, car play. Car, car play? Oh, oh, car play. That's not what I thought it was. And I was like... Uh, nurse, could you pull this car out of my butt? It's a 74 pacer. It was aerodynamically sound for insertion. These newfangled cars just don't fit in the way the old cars used to. CarPlay. So we're going to get CarPlay soon in cars? It's shipping now. No! What are we even still doing here? Let's get out. Let's go to the Apple campus. So you work for Apple? I do. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Is it like a weird Masonic mystical experience? Nope. (laughs) You're lying. Every Friday night, we all put on druid robes and summon Steve. We've all seen the headless turtleneck floating through the Cupertino campus. Hello, sir. You look all fancy in your pea coat. Thank you. Where, where are you from? Davis, California. Davis, California. Moderate support for Davis, California. No, I'm kidding. Davis is a fine place to be. It's not? No, he agreed. You shit on it, too. You agree with them. What, what, do, you, what do you do in Davis? I'm a medical student. Oh. Are you going to be a doctor? No. Okay. I just want to learn how to sew shit together so I can fuck it. What? (laughs) You passed that. He said I passed that class. Nice. Good for you. What do you do? I'm a writer. What are you writing? A lot of stuff people will never read. Oh, come on! Don't have such a negative attitude! There's the internet! You can get stuff out there! Oh, it's there. Nobody ever finds it. Oh, okay, all right. (laughs) Passive-aggressive writer. I mean, if people weren't such dickheads about reading my work... What what is it that you write? What What kind of stuff do you write? Maybe we can help you advertise it. Uh, I've got some fiction out there. I actually got my very first rejection on my first novel today, so that was good. That's fantastic. That's, that starts you on the path to success. You, you, like, uh, rejection helps you appreciate acceptance. Do you understand? I'll, I'll just keep telling myself. You hang in there. You got a nice lady here who seems to be supporting you despite your shitty attitude and... <laughs> She loves you even though you, your writing isn't selling. She sticks by you no matter what. She loves you to pieces. What was the novel that got rejected? <laughs> Maybe there is a publisher here who might be like, Yo, I want your crazy story about the man who turns into a horse or whatever your story is. Well, it's about a lawyer. 
Boring. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, what, what, what does a lawyer do? Well, what he does is he fakes his own death because uh, the federal government is investigating his horrific business practices. <laughs> the, I- I'm hooked! The idea behind it is that he can't quite leave town after he fakes his own death until he sees his funeral. And when he sees his funeral, he realizes that the life that he thought he had was actually not the life he really had. So it's like John Grisham meets It's a Wonderful Life. You can use that. I'll tell you, Judge Clarence, I wish I was never born. I think you should stick at it. Don't get down or discouraged. It's okay. You know, you, you, you can fuck up over and over and over again. All you got to do is read my IMDB page to understand how that works. I'm still here somehow. I, I worked past the 1900s. I don't know how. Here I am. I hope it works out for you. You seem like a, you're a nice lad. Parkour! Parkour! 